everybody, Mike Dempsey here for Underdog Fantasy, who are handing out $1 million in giveaways on Super Bowl Sunday. All you need is a verified Underdog account to be eligible. So sign up for Underdog Fantasy and see if you win this Sunday. Underdog Fantasy, don't forget to use promo code 1010XL. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> rise and shine. Googans, go time on a Friday morning. Our final football Friday. I would say of the year. But hey, September's in 2024. Just saying. Uh, the Super Bowl is now set. For us coming up this Sunday, we'll have a Super Bowl chatter as we move through this Friday morning for you. Um, uh, in addition, this is the day you've all been waiting for. Uh, E.T., again, I'm a little bit worried. I get a little more worried each and every year. Good morning to you, friend. I'll say back in studio, and I'll let you know we are where we are here in just a second. And good morning to Gibby. He's with us. Hey, Gibbs. Good morning. Uh, E.T., good morning. You. Yeah, um, you know, our, our just extravaganza of rattling off the Super Bowl winners and oftentimes the scores in consecutive order without a miss, without a blip, without a hitch. It's been an impressive run. But I, I got to get, you know, your, your two trusty cohorts here in the morning every year that passes. It gets just a little bit more spider webby up in there. You know what I'm saying? And I'll give you a perfect example. I, I think, guys, I may have been abducted by aliens on the way into work today. Now, E, I'm pretty good at directions. Hicken's terrible. I mean, it's a long-running joke. You put that guy on Amazing Race, and goodness knows where he might end up, okay? I'm com- we're at Lifetime Enclosures, uh, Lifetime Flooring. We're in Lifetime Enclosures where there actually looks like they're doing a little closing work. They've got one of those uh, Pardon Our Progress signs up here, but I'll tell you all about uh, what's happening with their uh, weekend open house. And I, I can vouch, I'm, I'm not unsure that, the flooring that is in here new now is not the exact same flooring that we just got at the house. I don't know. I'm not sure. But Lifetime Flooring has been out to our place. Mrs. P had been on me. It was just time. And maybe that's where you are right now. Man, I tell you what, we, we just went through that phase of doing a lot of home projects. Y'all feel me, right? Doors and painting and this and that and the other. By a million miles, the easiest, best, no hitch, no problem, in, out, perfection, was lifetime flooring in their crew. No lie. So if, if you are going to make that, and, and look, it's hardwood, it's LVP, I guess is that what they call the, um, you know, the kind of upgraded uh, edition of the, of the vinyl. They've got so many different options. They'll work with you terrifically over there. And uh, more on our home away from home here as we move through the morning. So anyway, uh, uh, because we're doing the show here, my plan, as usual, and E.T., you don't know the area, but there are those listening this morning. They're just going to chuckle and, and shake their head. So my plan on a day like today is I zip down 13, some of you call it San Jose, heading north towards town. And it's a pretty straight shot, right? I get out of the JCP. I come straight down San Jose. I come all the way down to um, uh, oh, Sunbeam. I take a right on Sunbeam. I come down to Phillips. I think I left on Phillips, and lo and behold, here we are, right? <laughs> We're at Lifetime uh, Flooring. It's just south of Bay Meadows on Phillips Highway. So I'm cruising along, and my, and my key in my head is there's a Daly's dash at the corner. of. Gibby, you hear everything I'm saying? You familiar with all these landmarks? I am, yes. Okay, so I'm, I'm headed down 
uh, San Jose, my, the marker in my head is going to be the dash where I'm going to kind of veer to the right from San Jose onto Sunbeam, right? And I'm going to shoot over. So I'm cruising along. I got to be honest. I'm kind of just my head's over. I'm thinking about the show. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm kind of just zoning, just following my own cues. And uh, there's the dash. Oh, there's a little swing. And I swing there at the dash. And I'm driving along, and it's a straight shot. Looks like I'm on Sunbeam. Then I'm like, man, then I have a hicking moment. I'm like, damn, this doesn't look like Sunbeam. And now I'm like, what are you doing? You're messing with your own head here. Where am I? This doesn't look like Sunbeam. And all of a sudden, I'm coming up, and I'm like, well, that looks familiar. And there's like a McDonald's on the right. And I'm like, whoa, what? wait, there's no McDonald's down Sunbeam. What, what, what has just happened here? And then I realized that I am now at the intersection of Old St. Augustine to 295. I've somehow circled around backwards, and I'm going parallel the wrong way from the way I've come down. So I guess I, there is there. I don't know what happened. Like I can't tell you what happened. I come up down that road all the time. I guess there's another Daily's Dash somewhere there. Then when I turned, when I veered, I thought I was veering onto Sunbeam, and I was actually veering back up onto St. Augustine. That's so unlike me, though, gang. Not like me at all. Sounds like a hicken moment. That, oh man, I, the classic hicken moment. So. Uh, good luck with the Super Bowl is my point. So I'm trying to say here, uh, as we get you up and going on a Friday, we'll have all your Friday uh, favorites. I think we'll offer up a little fun five-pack, too, E. Everybody Ooh. loves playing the prop bets. We do this every year. There's no spin on the line. This is all in good fun. Maybe this year we will make it real, and we actually have to stake the prop bets that we're making, if you know what I mean, nod, nod, wink, wink. We actually have to, um, as one could say, put our money where our mouth is. On this year's prop bet. So, I, I don't know. We'll have some fun with that. we got the quarterback whisperer who ha- happens to have a client in the Super Bowl this weekend. Um, I find myself, guys, I find myself kind of leaning back toward the Niners a little bit. It's a little lean. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I've been on the Chiefs the whole time. I, I believe it can't, look, Kansas City was an underdog at Buffalo. One straight up. Underdog at Baltimore, one straight up. Now, an underdog in the Super Bowl. What am I missing? Got the best coach-quarterback combo in the league in Kansas City. Have a motivated football team. And you got a tight end that does that cute little heart emoji with his hands, you know, up to the press box every time he makes a nice play. But the Niners, I don't know, man. They're definitely, there's a chip. There's a chip. You know, and, and a lot of Super Bowls, present themselves as one way, and then the chip shows up. Hey, E, you know all about the chip. The chip was in play when the Seahawks took on the Denver uh, that year that the Broncos had broken every scoring record, right? Oh, yeah. No one could stop the Broncos, uh-huh. E, not even the Legion of Boom. No, Peyton and the boys were going to motor right through them, and the chip showed up pretty quick. Sure did. And I just get to – there's a lot of talent on that San Francisco team, but there's also a lot of talent and on, on that Kansas City, ready? Defense in particular. So, it's, it's an awesome matchup, and we'll talk more specifically, but I'm just I'm starting to lean on my security in Kansas City. is It's getting a little bit shakier. Let's just put it that way. All right, on to the Hall of Fame and the NFL Awards last night. Uh, first, I will go back. I make this plea every year at this time. I think it, it applies more to me, to the NBA and to the NFL, than it does to Major League Baseball. And that is, I really believe that the most valuable player in the NFL 
and in the NBA should be named when the postseason is complete. You play for championships, man. The regular season offers half of the field just about in your league, right? It's offered a half the field. You got 14 NFL teams out of 32 make the postseason. I, I, the, the MVP should be up in the air. It might still be Lamar. It might. You certainly can, can always weigh the long regular season to a much higher status. But when it comes down to a handful of guys who are kind of thought to be in contention for the award, how they finish it in this most important time should matter to me. When you look back in the NFL history and the 1979 MVP, it ought to match up with who the best team was to me. But anyway, Lamar is your near unanimous MVP. That's my point. And it, 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 stats be damned if the Chiefs win, the MVP of the league is Patrick Mahomes. Just as Brady could have been many years. But I digress. I, I want to move on to another uh, topic. And, uh, E, I guess I'm just going to have to just come to grips that when it comes to the Hall of Fame and these sports – I guess I'm just, I'm, it's hard to say. I guess maybe I'm just wrong. Is that how you say it? Dang. Wrong. Dang. I, they're just, I, I, they just use, obviously the qualifications for the Hall of Fame are different, and maybe it's explained that way, set up that way. It's much different for the guys in the room than it is, say, for me. Okay? And just, I, I'll explain it this way. And, don't mean it to be any specific example, maybe, per se. I feel bad that it's a specific player that I'm going to use here. But you find me one football, I don't care what level you are. If you're a fan, if you're a coach, if you're a teammate, if you're a GM, or you're, if you're an owner, find me one that if offered – Sight unseen, and even now in retrospect, we're offered that you can have Devin Hester or you can have Fred Taylor. You will find me one teammate, coach, fan, GM, or owner who would sensibly take Devin Hester, a part-time player, over Fred Taylor, a 14,000-yard rusher. Find me one. Find me one, and I'll, I will submit my wrongness on the matter. Find me one smart football person who would go into a football season and say, yeah, I'll take Devin Hester over Jimmy Smith. Find me one. Can you find me one? So I guess, and this is where I'm wrong, that the Hall of Fame isn't about a collection of the best players in pro football history, there's a subset. Obviously, it matters if you are viewed as the best of all time at one of these subset positions that are designed for the players who, quite frankly, aren't good enough to play all the time. And I know Devin Hester had moments as a receiver, and he played some cornerback. He's a really good player. How many return touchdowns this record that Devin Hester holds. E.T., fire up your Google machine for me as we're live on uh, remote today. 
Uh, off I need the top to know. of my head, I want to say it's like eight or nine, maybe. Hold on, let me look it I, up. I need to know. Gibby, right there. Use your Google machine. I want re- return touchdowns. It's more than eight or nine. I think it's like 17, to be honest. Return touchdowns. He holds the all-time record. It's what's gotten Devin Hester into the Hall of Fame because he has he 20, has 20 return touchdowns. He has 20 return touchdowns. Fred Taylor had 17 touchdowns in one year. Are the return touchdowns worth 40 points? Did I miss something? God bless Devin Hester and his incredible athleticism. My rear end, he's a top 2,000 player in pro football history. And I feel the same, though not as strongly, to something that happened in Major League Baseball a few years back when these bamboozles decided that the first best player in Major League Baseball history was a guy not good enough to take the rock every five days and go out and lead his team. No, it was Mariano Rivera, the first first ballot unanimous Hall of Famer, went to a relief pitcher, to a dude that can only come out for an inning. It's, it makes no – look, I don't know. you got to be kidding me, man. Effects on a game, effects on a season, effects on – Devin Hester doesn't make the impact of, I give you 200 defensive tackles in league history. And I know it's not all about parsing out the trade chart. And would you take him or him? But one thing's clear, and this is where I am. I'm wrong, I guess, on the entire uh, issue. It's not about the best players in the history of pro football. It's about the best at certain positions, so to speak. There's, we got some old-timers out there in love with Ray Guy. Ray Guy belongs in the Hall of Fame by as much as Jaguars punter Chris Hansen. He's a punter. And by the way, when you look up Ray Guy's stats, the field isn't any bigger. The geography of the country hasn't changed. The football still inflated the same. And his career averages are way below what your average punter does today. But I, I can't put a guy in the Hall of Fame for returning kicks, man, for 20 total touchdowns. Andre Johnson ought to be – I mean, uh, uh, Torrey Holt be like, really? 20? 20 gets you in? Damn. Let, let me put it to you this way, guys. What if the best receivers in NFL history said, you know what, I just want to return kicks? What if Deion Sanders said, I don't want to play, I just want to return kicks? What if Fred Taylor spent his career as a kick returner and punt returner? What he to have, 40? So I, I just, I, you know, and I know there's, 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 there's this sweeping emotionality in sports opinion, right? And I, I guess we're just giving it up for, give it up for the return position. Here's all you guys that, you know, most of you can't play on the field with the 22 that are out there, but bring us one back to the house one time. So, uh, Devin Hester goes in. It, there are a lot, a lot of surprises. By the way, the predictions that we had yesterday, Eve, they did not come to fruition at all. And I'll, I know, run, down right? that Hall of Fame. I'll run down the Hall of Fame class. as it, uh, Andre Johnson is in, former Jaguars division rival. Uh, but we'll run through the five who got in. We're also now in this pattern. They're just going to put five every year, aren't they? I mean, I'm okay. Well, give me two, man. If, if that's what your standard comes down to. We're starting to get into that Deion Sanders category, man. That Deion Sanders narrative from a couple of years back. There ought to be two wings of the Hall of Fame. The upper crust Hall of Famers and the guys we're just going to put five in every year. 
I think Devin Hester falls into that category. I just do. And you can say me all your, don't, don't act like I don't know who Devin Hester is, gang. Don't act like I don't know what he did in the Super Bowl. Don't act like I haven't seen him swing a game. I have. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I got to value a man that's running out 17 games a year, 30, 40, 50 snaps a game, and is piling up records and wins. And there ain't no world at any level, at any point, that I want Devin Hester over Fred Taylor to start a game, a season, a career, or a franchise. All right, let's come back, talk to Captain Kev. It's a GFL Friday. That's green for life. Look for those bright, bright green trucks out and about. Um, we are live at Lifetime Enclosures. I'll give you details on their open house coming up this weekend. Um, they're making some, you know, renos right inside our uh, studio away from studio, but I'll give you the lowdown. And again, I can now speak from experience. Since the last time we were here, we've had the Lifetime crew come out, put in flooring in our house, and man, it has been a uh, smashing success. So take our first time out here on a Friday morning. We'll come back. We'll talk to Captain Kev. It looks like a beautiful week. I ha- now, I haven't checked the wind, and that's important. But the temps are going to pop back up here into the mid-70s, and we look like we got a really nice weekend coming our way. And we'll talk to Captain Kev. Uh, the uh, NBA trade deadline was more like the NBA trade deadline, if you ask me. There weren't a huge amount of big names but there, uh, that, that were expected to be moved, but a couple of the biggest stayed put. Teams you thought might try and maneuver did nothing. And no big surprise you know, deals of a superstar that you didn't see coming. So it was deadline, deadline, but a couple of moves were made that should position teams. Uh, Florida Gators get ready for their biggest game of the year. We'll have that for you in a Gator rant coming up a little bit later this morning. And uh, lots of other info as we get through uh, through a, a Friday morning here, a football Friday Live from Lifetime Enclosure. So let's take a quick time out. We'll come back with more. E.T. is uh, in the studio. Gibby is on site with us. And we are The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Oh, I mean, I don't want to jinx anything. I don't want to be a mush. By the way, uh, Devin Hester fans, you can thank me. I was the reverse mush. The same arguments I made today, I, um, I made yesterday thinking that anyway. Uh, but let's bring in Captain Kev. It looks like a, what I was going to say is it looks like a good weekend to drop a line in the water. Kev? You know, I, I was just doing like a little update, looking at the weather. And man, 78 tomorrow, right. 80 on Sunday. Right. S- southwest winds, 8% chance of rain. Damn, you go. <laughs> you right. Know? So I was right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It looks like it's going to be absolutely beautiful. Um, I, I don't. I don't like the... The offshore forecast, um, you know, when, when I say offshore, I'm talking, you know, outside of 20 miles. There's a lot of guys that, in the Wahoo shootout and stuff, and they're all dying to get out. And, and I'm sure some of them will try it, you know, because they're, the, the seas are, you know, it, it's going to be like 5 to 7, but they're 10, 12 seconds apart. So not for me, but for the guys that have some bigger boats and stuff, they, they, they might go. But, you know, I, I, for, for us bay boaters and small boaters, it's going to be, going to be a beautiful beautiful weekend now that we've you know it hasn't been like a, a beautiful week we've had to deal with some cold weather and some wind and and uh you know so there hasn't been a lot of us fishing and not only that jeff you know a, a lot of times people don't think about you know the, the the tide being affected by wind very much but when you get a, a, a north northeast wind that's, that's blowing you know 25 to 30 knots offshore 
we've we've had high tides in the morning, and, and and so when you have a high tide like that, it's it's two feet above normal, you know, and yeah. and it's just it's just it's just hard to it's hard it's hard to fish that. I mean, you know, you you can't even fish the edge of the grass because there is no grass. The water's all the way up in the grass. You know, right. you can't you can't fish oyster beds. Um, because they're, they're they're so damn deep, and you know, fishing a deep bend in a creek didn't mean anything, you know, because everything's deep. <laughs> you right. know, so right. so even even our afternoon tides, um, you know, it's it's been you know, it, let's just say a, a, a normal low tide at zero, you, it's it's still a two point up. You know, you you you're not even seeing oyster beds. Um, as a matter of fact, yesterday was the first day on a low tide in the afternoon. Um, that we were actually able to to see oyster beds. So, but it's I think it's going to be I think it's going to be awesome this weekend. Now, I, I, uh, I think we, the weather is going to be good. Well, we've talked about this, and that doesn't necessarily mean the fishery. Like and we've been so consistently cool that it's not going to like dramatically change conditions. Would that be fair to say? Even though no. we're going to have a couple three days. No, no. I mean, it's it's uh, the water's still sixty two, sixty three. Yeah. Um. You know, and 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 I I think we're. We're, unless we get something crazy weather, but I mean, looking at the forecast, the, the extended forecast, I don't, I don't see that. I, I think the water temperature is going to continue to creep up, um, and uh, you know, it's it's. I don't I don't think we're going to see any more fifties. As a matter of fact, um, and 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 I don't know where these guys are fishing, but there are some guys around here that are just whacking the snook. <laughs> I mean, really? uh, like yeah, like like you know, ten to fifteen a day. Is that um, a cold? I, I, is that a cold water fish typically? No, that's what that was my question to Captain Chip Wingo last night. I'm like, wait a minute, Chip. Yeah, yeah. I, said, yeah. You know, I, I have snook fish, you know, a, a, a lot, especially down in southwest Florida, um, right, and, and, right. and even even at um, Sebastian Inlet. And I said that that's July. Yeah, <laughs> I think of a. Like, yeah, I, I think of like a yeah. warm, shallow water when I yeah, think of snook. He, he said he said they're catching them around around docks on crankbaits. And I'm like, I'll be damned! I didn't even. I, that was that was an awesome report. Um, but but yeah, those guys have uh, have been posting a bunch of uh, pictures on Facebook and stuff. And uh, I, you know, I, I, yeah, I would love to for them to blindfold me and take me because I would love to go do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they're, so, they're they're not giving that one up, are they? They are not giving that one up, buddy. I'm telling you right now, I have no no clue where where I, all I know is it's 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 somewhere between Matanzas. In, in, in Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that narrows yeah. it down, right? Let's go search. Yeah, that's, in search that's of this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of weather, let me uh, synergize a, a couple of our favorite things. And, you know, one of those is golf. We know how much we love uh-huh. golf. Did, did you happen to see any of the first round yesterday at, at TPC Scottsdale, the Phoenix Open? Did you see any I, of that? I, I, I did not. Oh, man. It was, it was, hey, it was fr- freezing. Raining, oh, I saw, I, I, no, hail. I saw, I, I saw a picture of Arizona yesterday uh, before I got on the road. And I'm like, no way. I mean, it was it was like it was eight inches, and the and the, and the, the trees were all frozen. I'm like, oh my. So so Scottsdale was that way. Yeah, I'm looking at some of the social media posts on the story that I'm on, and yeah, cold rain and now hailing. Oh Not great. my god! Not great. Yeah, <laughs> but did, it, did, I, did, and then did, I heard. I heard this from Shane Lowry after his after his round, uh-huh. and which took him like nine hours. They had delays a couple of times in, uh-huh. through the course. They did not finish uh, round one, but they uh, they you know they the, the the reporter 
phrased it kind of along the lines of, ah, this is probably just a balmy day for you, huh? Because he's from Northern Ireland and the kind of yeah. weather you get over there. And he said it was the coldest round of golf he's ever played. <laughs> Think about that. In the deserts yeah. of Arizona, this yeah, cat who came strolling in from Northern Ireland. That's how bad the weather was out there yesterday, though. So. Well, well did, did they end up calling um, Pebble Beach? They did. They only played Dub 54 and uh, okay. moved along. And, and that weather was – that was even worse. I mean, not cold, yeah. but that that, yeah. that was – I mean, you see oh, some of the oh, – Dude, did you, dude, did you, you see, see that? Up that on the 18th fairway? It's like knocking the waves up on the 18th fairway? Yeah, yeah, it was it was, it was was crazy. They had – up in the mountains and stuff, they had over 100-mile-an-hour winds. I mean, just, just uh, you know, you know, 7 to, to 12 inches – of rain in two days, and that's what they get in a year. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and a lot of places out there, by the way, it's normally dry, so the ground doesn't hold it, and that that's why it's such a bigger – you know, we make yeah. fun of them saying the world's going to end because they're having a thunderstorm, but there are definitely different, um, you know, consequences for, for yeah, the, yeah. you know, no, 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 No question. No All question. right, my man. But, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's going to be a great weekend of, of, of fish. So Who you got in the bowl, yeah. huh? Who you got? You, you know, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't. It's Kansas City. I mean, I can't. It's hard to get away from it, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it, it just, there's just no way. I, 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 um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I didn't think that they would beat Baltimore. Um, and, and, and they got in Baltimore's head so bad. You know, I mean, you could just see how frustrated those guys were. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I just think that um, they're, they're just too good, man. They're just too good. Well, we'll see. Somehow, San Francisco yeah, remains the favorite out in Vegas. So something, something smells a little fishy to me. That's a perfect way to end the fish report. How about that? <laughs> exactly. All right, buddy. All we'll right. all be there for the outdoor show in the morning. So uh, all everybody right. listen. All right, Sounds buddy. great, my Have man. Have a good weekend. Appreciate you. There he goes. That's Captain Kevin Favor. He said, outdoor show. You can catch the fishing forecast. That came your way last night. And uh, every Friday morning, we get you set up. I know a lot of y'all out there. I hear you on the text line. like to get out and, and fish. And what a great place we live for for those types of things to get us from football season to football season, right? Between the fishing and the golf that we have here, or the, the, the beaches that will come into play as the weather warms up. Uh, best place in the world, man. That's where we're sitting this morning. Best city on earth, the uh, Jacksonville, Florida area. We are at Lifetime Enclosures, Lifetime Flooring. Uh, they got an open house coming up this weekend. We'll drop in some of the details on that. But all you need to know is swing by, and they're going to they're gonna have some nice uh, setups for you, right? Food, entertainment. We're just south of uh, Bay Meadows on Phillips. All right, E.T., you sent, uh, you sent us a very imp- – anytime I get an email, okay, E., I, I, it, it strikes me as perhaps a little bit more important, right? Because uh-huh. the three of us, as part of the show, we'll often group text each other. By the way, what, what ended up being the, what, the, the video? Of the, I never did see the video. Which, Where's the video? Which uh, From, from yeah. yesterday? Yeah, uh, uh, it's on uh, Instagram. It's on TikTok. It's on, and actually, I can send you a video too. On ten, on ours, whose is it on? Where do you find it? Original. I, tra- I, I tried to find it and couldn't find yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I was searching good, for it, way. but I, I got something I'm gonna send to you right now. Yeah. So where can people see it though? Is what I'm saying. Oh, head over to Tinted Excel's uh, Instagram. Okay. Head to Tinted Excel's uh, Twitter and uh-huh. TikTok. Can I just? I'm just going to throw it out there as a... It's also on YouTube Shorts as well, 10 to well, YouTube Shorts. Well, there, there you go. I'm, just, you know, I'm a YouTube guy. You know, it's only about the gram. Not uh-huh. the, you know, the, yeah, the gram is a, is, a, is a weight of measure for me, okay? That's what a gram is. All right. Um, but anyway, back to the point. But no, yesterday came via email, 
And E's uh, text line was, I'm kind of disappointed or something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. So then I'm wondering, like, oh, my God, what did we do to my man, poor E? He sent us an inner office email. We disrespected him in some way. Something <laughs> has happened here. I know that can't be the case. He's still full up on Mrs. Peace chocolate chest pie. Absolutely. And so I click on it, and there's the uh, statue of Kobe. And I, it dawns on me this. We're never happy with a statue, are we? What's, know, the, right? what's the percentage of satisfaction with a statue? It's got to be like 20, 30 percent. It's got to be low poll. Yeah, it's got to be low. Right. What is it about? I, here's a couple things about the Kobe statue. One, they made him a lot more like buff than he is, right? He's, they, they've got him, you know, like he's, you know, cut of steel and sinew, right? And he's, he was certainly not unfit, but he wasn't like Mr. Biceps, right? And two, he looks old in the face, he. He does. Looks like a 45-year-old Kobe with a 21-year-old bodybuilder's uh, body. And, and I didn't, I couldn't look at it specific enough is that like supposed to, what, what's that on his elbow like that curls from his elbow uh, up they, his forearm they gotta be that, his wristband alright that's not snake skin right that's not nah, mama skin nah, I think that's his wristband alright you know what I'm talking about though right there's something like oh something yeah like, yeah so did I sum up what left you uh, wanting with the statue <sighs> Man, just, I was just kind of disappointed because like when we spoke about it um, you know he has iconic poses that you think about and I, that one just didn't come to mind. Now, it makes sense. Um, I get the speech that his, his, his wife left, um, that Kobe, he's the one who selected his, his, the, the, what, what he wanted it to be. But I was just, you know, I was just left just a little disappointed. I, I guess, I guess, did I see it? They're going to, Lakers are actually going to have three Kobe statues? Yeah, I think so. It's the first of three. Yeah, are they the putting them around town or elsewhere <laughs> yeah, around the arena? That, I, that, mean, I right. mean, I love Kobe and all. He's great, but Shaq's over here like, hey, man. <laughs> right. Hey, bro. <laughs> um, anywho, all right. Uh, we mentioned uh, Fred falls short. I don't know how the voting went down uh, exactly. There were f- uh, five new players who went in. We talked yesterday. When it comes to that room, you know, e- everyone is deserving. If you've gotten that far, you know, d- down the list, you know, it's it's come with good reason. Um, But that doesn't mean you can't. You know, uh, I, I wouldn't want to use the term, I guess, pick it apart, but you can certainly find places that you might disagree. I don't understand how Antonio Gates isn't in the Hall of Fame. Wow. Well, all these great tight ends and the era of the tight ends. Is Jason Witten not in the Hall of Fame already? He is, isn't he? Isn't Jason Witten a Hall of Famer? Mm, let me see. Can you confirm that for me, uh yeah, I'll look Kitty. it up. I feel like he is. But I feel like look. he. I feel like he is too. I feel like J- Jason Witten's in the Hall of Fame. So if Jason Witten and and Look, Gates is, from a production standpoint, nobody has more touchdowns from the tight end position. And, and there, we talked about this yesterday. There have been a few, haven't there? Uh, Devin Hester gets in. Um, yeah, I, I could argue he's the greatest kick returner in NFL history, and then I could also argue just how much value does that bring. He's got 20 touchdowns as a kick returner. I mean, Fred Taylor had that in a year almost. But um, don't tell me he went primarily as a kick returner. He went in as a kick returner. The rest of the class, though, Dwight Freeney, he's, he's had to wait two or three cracks at least, I think. Uh, certainly a dominant defensive end. Uh, Julius Peppers, to me, was the most obvious of the choices. He went in. Patrick Willis, Tony Baselli doesn't hurt a guy like Willis's case. You know, a really dominant career, but a short one. Leaving the game after, you know what, seven, eight years. 
And then Andre Johnson, I guess, wins the battle of the receivers with Reggie Wayne and Torrey Holt still uh, waiting. And really, Jimmy Smith, our very own, standing by with numbers just about as good as any of those guys. Witten is not in the Hall. He's not in the Hall. Okay. He was uh, eligible last year, okay. but he did not make the final 15. All right, so nowhere near. What hall? Uh, what t- uh, recent tight ends? Is Gonzalez in yet? I, I have trouble remembering how long guys have been out. Uh, Shannon Sharp is in the Hall of Fame, obviously. Uh, Gonzalez is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Gronk is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, it, it, but it's been a really impressive year of – Gonzalez is in. He's, he's the only one? He was inducted in 2019. Okay, that's the most recent. Yeah. Yep. All right, well, Gates was certainly a part of that, you know, at, the, at its very top when it comes to the production of that tight end position. So I would imagine he, he gets in. I was kind of surprised he didn't get in yesterday. And, of course, uh, our guy Fred falls just short. We got more from the National Football League. The awards were handed out yesterday. And it wasn't just MVP, which we already told you went to Lamar Jackson. But we had, you know, offensive and defense of rookies of the year, offensive and defensive players of the year. So we'll share that with you. There's some other interesting notes. Uh, 49ers aren't happy with something that has gone down after hours in Las Vegas. I'll explain when we return. It's a football fix. A GFL Friday as we broadcast live from Lifetime Enclosures just south of Phillips High, of uh, Bay Meadows on Phillips Highway. All right, we're back. We're live from Lifetime Enclosures. Uh, we come out here on the Fridays before they have big open house weekends, and they got a really big one coming up this weekend. So stop by Saturday, 10 to 3. Uh, free food and drinks. Drawings for prizes at uh, both noon and 1 o'clock during the open house. And they got all kinds of savings on sunrooms and vinyl enclosures and screen enclosures. Um, They have score-free floor promotion that's going on. You can win a $20,000 gift certificate. So lots of cool stuff going on here this weekend at Lifetime Enclosures. We are just south of Bay Meadows Road on on Phillips Highway. So I I told you going to break, the 49ers aren't real happy with some of the after-hours activities going on there in Vegas, and it's not what you think. The old pull-the-fire alarm. They're complaining about that yesterday morning, apparently, before 6 a.m. at the Hilton Lake Las Vegas Resort and Spa, where the Niners are staying. Uh, The fire alarm went off. Now, a loss prevention officer for the hotel there said that the guests did not have to leave their rooms. Uh, the building engineers, they say, quote, quickly deduced it was a false alarm. But I guess it depends on what quickly means, uh, because one of the 49ers players wrote on social media, the alarm was going off for 18 minutes before it was finally silent. So what, what a pain, right? We've been there before. I can remember we were doing breakfast with Baselli one time. This is years ago, way before you. And he was off with, with his kids at some all-star something cheer. Or, and he was in his hotel room doing the hit with us, and the fire alarm started going off. Baselli <laughs> lumbered out into the parking lot, and it, it was so loud and so uh, consistent that, you know, he's standing out in the parking lot continuing or finishing up breakfast with Baselli with us. Uh, and there it is um, just throughout the entirety. Ugh. Ugh. Man, I tell you one thing. Those in charge of the alarm part of the fire alarm do a good job, man. You you ain't going to miss one of those. Ain't nobody sleeping through one of those things, right? Whew. High mm. and shrill and hey. Fire up the band. We got a football fix. Hey, it's brought to you by my friends at the Big Orange Course. I think outside the box this Valentine's Day. Who 
and by the way, you also kind of get the box effect because you'll get a personalized greeting card and you'll get a big Hershey's kiss, you'll get a rose, but more importantly, the quartet's going to show up to your Valentine's place of employment, home, work, wherever they are, and, and deliver a couple of singing Valentines in addition to all that. And by the way, I, if they're listening right now, I'm going to say this to my friends at the BOC. It's time to up the ante, man. You're still getting it for 75 bucks. $5 off if you mention 1010XL. I don't think they know how much they could be making, and the spots will fill up quick. Go to call 355-SING or go to BigOrangeCourse.com. Book it today. They'll be making their deliveries, I think, next Monday, Tuesday. Does that sound right? It'll definitely be Valentine's Day, and it's the day before, I believe, uh, as well. So uh, with that, told you that Lamar Jackson was the near-unanimous pick for MVP. We also had Offensive and Defensive Players of the Year. It's just strange to me how you can be the Offensive Player of the Year on a team in the Super Bowl, yet an Offensive Player can be the most valuable player, and he's sitting at home watching. Christian McCaffrey's the Offensive Player of the Year. Defensive Player of the Year was Miles Garrett, who was a very good player, right? I, I don't know why his year was more outstanding than guys who play his position and had four or five sacks more than he did. Uh, but nonetheless, for the first time in his career, Defensive Player of the Year, Miles Garrett, rush in for the Cleveland Browns. Here's the bad news for you, Jag fan. The offensive rookie of the year, C.J. Stroud, quarterback, Houston. Oh, well, wait. The defensive rookie of the year. Will Anderson. Clean sweet. Texans. Texans. What they pick those guys, like two and three? Yeah, they were, they were real close. Yeah. That's how you draft, Trent Balky. Just a word to the wise down there in the Jags. These boys going to blow by us real quick if y'all don't do better. I don't care how good Trevor Lawrence is or will be. I don't care how much of an impact Josh Allen can make. I don't care about the continued upward, you know, stock of, of, of Trayvon. These guys in Houston are going to beat you silly for years if you don't draft better. Because, by the way, they got both those dudes. They also got that cat Tank Dell. He was on his way to catch it about ADE Easy. Before, before he got hurt. And there's another one they had out there that really flashed this year. So, you know, memo to our guys downtown, y'all better do some of that. Y'all, y'all better do some of that. Offensive and defensive rookies of the year. What do you think if you're Carolina? You took the guy, Bryce Young, number one. The next two guys were the rookies of the year. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. By the way, doesn't automatically guarantee anything. You know who won the rookies of the year last year? The Jets. Yeah, the Jets. They won both of them with Sauce and Garrett Wilson, and then without a quarterback, proceeded to implode. Problem is, the Texans' offensive rookie of the year plays the quarterback position. We last saw him at the Pro Bowl on Sunday. So there's that. Man. Who spiked Jets owner Woody Johnson's drink? Oh, he he he, he um, let it fly to a certain degree on his, well, now former quarterback, or soon to be, Zach Wilson. Unloaded on Zach Wilson. We got to produce this year and, and also kind of put Robert Sala on notice. So um, Aaron Rodgers comes back in full health. You ain't got him long, right? 
Aaron Rodgers is kind of like a LeBron now. So I'm not going to go make a move for LeBron. I would be shocked if he were still with the Lakers. He's going to cut a deal where they take his kid, Bronny, even if he's in a NBA ready or not. And this to a, But there's a shelf life there. Well, it's going to be the same thing with, with LeBron. There's going to be a shelf life. All right, we talked yesterday about the narratives that would be, and one of them would be Kyle Shanahan, can he win the big one? He was asked about that narrative yesterday. He said he's not worried about it. Here's an awkward question to ask, because what if the answer is yes? Hey, uh, Travis Kelsey, are you tired of answering questions about Taylor Swift? So let me get this straight. Now i got to answer questions about questions about Taylor Swift? He did not add. Um, did you see Wink Martindale? Do you see where he's going to land? Michigan. Going to the college ranks, so uh, he walked right out of his job in in, in in New York with the Giants, and he was not happy. Um, and now is uh, headed back to college, or headed to college, where he will be the Michigan Wolverines defensive coordinator. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Brought to you by the Jolenton Creek Golf Club. Don't tell anybody, but you'll see me tooling around there today. Shh. It can arrive a little more come your way next. We are live at Lifetime Flooring, Lifetime Enclosures, just south of Bay Meadows Road. I got you. I hear you. They're screaming at me in there, just south of Bay Meadows. Always want to say south of Phillips on Bay Meadows, which would be a very odd way to get somewhere. This is The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. This is how we do. It's You know it! Yes! Hey! We Friday! With emotion, please! Okay! Hey! Hey! Ho! Hey, ho! Oh, Jeff loved that part. Yeah. He loves the you know it. I see it every time. A lot of echoing in here, E.T. Come live in my world, all right? Hey, I'm start, looking at yeah. you on the camera every time. Chirp all you want. Uh, <laughs> sit over here in my seat. That's oh, right. man. I got a little PTWS. It's not helping me right here. What? <laughs> Post-traumatic what syndrome? Wheel syndrome. Oh, I got, yeah. a, I got a wheel staring at <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, right that's, that's a Lifetime prize. Lifetime enclosures. I that's, don't need that. I I might go over and start smashing that, and it won't be my fault. You'll have to speak for me in court. When they I have it set up here for their open house and suspend a win wheel. But yeah, I, told, I, I told them that we spend to lose. So yeah. yeah. Mm. Did you find any mayonnaise in any unmentionable places when you got to go I home and shower? Clean out the, uh, make sure I did proper hygiene of the navel area, the belly button. <laughs> the belly button had to get some good washing. Sprout some, you know. Yeah, yeah, I got that Beans off. out of there or something. Got a good, uh, good, good showered up. I, I don't feel the grease and stuff yeah. all off. The you were kind of leaving your, 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 your print, carbon print, a little print everywhere. Yeah. But I feel good. I glad that's over with. I'm ready to roll. You're again. renewed and refreshed now. Oh. Your confidence is back when it comes to prognosticating. Been a long week. I'm gonna do some work on the. I saw the Reba national anthem. A minute twenty six, screaming to be over, but 
or like nine, I think it's 90 seconds, and I've heard she's done it in a minute 26. Be the fastest in the history of the Super Isn't Bowl. Isn't that usually like 150 they put yeah, it Yeah, you got to research that one, but I guess she's one of those, oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light? So I, I told you that we should do a little Friday five pack prop bet only. Yeah, a little maybe. five, yeah, a little, yeah, little yeah, five yeah, spot yeah. out there. Well, Nothing I, wrong I don't with know that. If I'm up for that, but I'll give it a well, shot. There's no wheel. There's no wheel involved. Settle uh, down. Yeah, just, I don't know. You sure? I yeah, don't know. just for fun. By the way, yeah. do you know what has happened? <clears throat> Here we are, Friday. I, what, what happened to the square game? Where's the squares? Yeah, Why Taylor, on a square I, I haven't game? seen a single Super Taylor Bowl square. Taylor, too late now. Yeah. The only one I saw was uh, Scoby put one out, and it was like a for his Thousand baseball dollars. team, and it was like, yeah, some serious cash. Oh, yeah, cash. yeah, nah. I, 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 How can I not be in a square game? I, I love a square game. Too, game man. It's, it's easy money. It's fun. Yeah. Oh. Dang it, Taylor. That's a big miss by her. That's yeah, a huge that's miss. Taylor. Taylor. Better than that. Yeah, Taylor That's That's 100% on her. She runs the – she runs all those every time. E, when you see her walk through the halls at oh, yeah. 9 o'clock, remind us because we need yes, to get sir. some information. I got you. Yeah. Don't worry. What I happened? got you. She asked us for a score but not squares. Yeah, right? and because she didn't put the I don't care any yeah. social media junk, man. I mean, I, whatever. I want the squares. I want some cash. Yeah. Straight I just cash, like following. Homie. It's so fun. I mean, yeah, I at the end of the quarter, I, I like to Me see. Me too. Yeah. It's not too late. Let's get our buddies together and just do one. I guess I don't know what to tell you. It's our. Uh, I'm so bad. I'm so behind the times when it comes to this whole mon- you know money transfer game. Yeah, you know oh, what yeah. I mean. Yeah, I hate Venmo. That. Why the, can't yeah. we just get some cash? You hand yeah. me a twenty. <laughs> uh, just Venmo. Uh, Venmo. Sell Venmo. I'm still the AOL of the whole thing. PayPal. I do. I, I use. I use my. Uh, I use PWR. I say yeah. PWR. Venmo this guy. Yeah, I know. I can't. I asked Miss P the other day. She have Venmo. I needed her to have. It. She didn't. Oh, well. Our DreamFinders Holmes poll question. It's simple. Super Bowl champ and MVP, please. I gave you four choices. I gave you Chiefs, Mahomes, Chiefs, Kelsey, Niners, Purdy, Niners, McCaffrey. Super Bowl winner, champ, and MVP, please. That's the uh, poll question. It's easy. Brought to you by DreamFinders Holmes. 20 locations in Northeast Florida to serve you. 300-plus uh, votes in. You can vote at Dan Hickety. We'll post it as well. He already uh, posted it, my boy. He already posted it. Chiefs Mahomes, your leader in the clubhouse, 45%. Niners McCaffrey, second. Yeah. Uh, Niners Purdy, 13%. Chiefs Kelsey, 7% um, on the board right could now. Could we get a defensive MVP? I mean, could it be? Well, uh, we never do. So. Yeah, very rarely. Yeah. I mean, is Chuck Howley hmm. playing tomorrow? What do we got going on? Who, who, who was the Chuck? cat? Was it James Washington that won for Dallas? Yeah, somebody for Dallas. Yeah. Somebody won for uh, the Bucks. Ugh. Not the DB. Oh, yeah, Dexter Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Yeah, the nice pull old. there. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Very, un- very, Who's very the MVP of the Ravens Super Bowl? Yeah, didn't Ray, w- Lewis, Ray Lewis win that? Didn't they give him the MVP? Yeah, th- yeah I Lewis. think he went out on top. Might yeah. have been Ray Lewis. Nobody really knows. <laughs> I think some people know. I think <laughs> the Seahawks <laughs> linebacker. Uh, Malcolm was, Smith. Yeah, yeah he Malcolm did. Smith. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So did the uh, so did the uh, Raiders guy. Uh, he had yeah, three picks yeah. against Haint the Eagles. Haint, um, Made the cover of SI. Yeah, gosh, man, I knew his name forever. That guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's him. Martin? Something? No, that's what I wanted. But then I thought of Harvey Martin. Yeah, but, but Harvey Martin. Rod Martin. Rod Martin. Is that not him? I don't know. It could be. I remember that. Didn't didn't didn't. Uh, 
Randy that, White and Harvey Martin team to win one too. Yeah, the year, I think yeah that was the uh, Broncos one. Uh, I by the way we're gonna have to rattle off the Super Bowls today. We've left until the end. I of the week. I don't know. We may not have time. We're busy. It may, you think so? It's terrible radio, but it's fun is for it? Us. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Oh, is it? It's awful. Well, then we won't do it. Ah, it's impressive. It's a good showing. Quickie by us. poll. He wants to do it or not? Yeah. I mean, because I, I don't like it to be boring. I like to mention something about the history yeah. of the game. I love well, we talk about the games. I enjoy talking oh, about right. the games. I okay. enjoy. Uh, I want to talk about Fred. Fred didn't get in. It's uh, it's wrong. I, I tried to tell you yesterday, I feel like the human element allows these guys to, well, we need to take care of this guy, this guy, this guy. I don't like that. I think Pete Prisco said it best. You know, basically, he's like, it's ridiculous. He ought to be in, and he ought to be in. And, and uh, you know, we can always sit there and go, oh, he made it to the room, which is good. It's good he made it to the room, but you know, I don't want it to be this year. That You know, it's 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 unfortunate. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I want Freddie T in the Hall of Fame. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I want Tom Coughlin in the Hall of Fame. I want him in this summer or I'm going to get ticked. I, with all due respect to uh, our cat, uh, Buddy Parker, who made it from the uh, Detroit Lions last year. And Buddy Parker is certainly Hall of Fame worthy. Uh, I, want, I want TC in there. Uh, but me thinks now that the if Shanahan wins, if Shanahan stuff's going to run, run amok and and then Mike will get in before Tom, and then I got to wait for that. And I just I, I want the old man in the hall. Is that too much to ask? I know he's, I he's need Fred. I need Tom deserving. in, and then we can go to work on Jimmy. But let's. I, go. I guess uh, you know. It, I guess when it comes to the Hall of Fame, I'm just going to have to admit that I'm just. I'm. The way I think of the Hall of Fame is is wrong. I guess. Oh dear. I'm going to ask you a question, okay? But before we get into the yes buts, okay, just answer it straight up. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm ready. Straight up. Do you think that any, in the history of the NFL, mm-hmm. any teammate, any coach, mm-hmm. any GM, mm-hmm. or any owner, mm-hmm. if offered, mm-hmm. you can have Devin Hester, or you can forget Fred Taylor. Or you can have Jimmy Smith. What's the answer? <laughs> yeah, you know it. But I just, I, Devin Hester Heck is yeah. no more a Hall of Famer than Dan Hicken is. You put a guy in the Hall Thank of Fame you. because he had 20 touchdowns because he wasn't good enough to play with the 22? I just, for the life of me, it's the participation award is bled into all-time history. Maybe. You cannot give a kick returner a Hall of Fame spot. It's an insult to the rest of the game, man. Maybe, I just Maybe it's time for Ross Matisic to get some, uh, some blood. Okay, you, you said on something. Is that where we're headed? At one point, to Greatest make everybody feel good about their impact on the game, we're going to start putting long snappers in the game. Maybe we are. Holders. At one point, are we going to get a holder in the game? It's only 7-14. I'm not afraid. Pop quiz time. Wow. Oh, Pop quiz goodness. time here at Lifetime Enclosures. Pardon our dust. We have some construction going on here. I may have to grab a hammer and nail and get to work. You haven't even noticed the flooring's different. The, re- I just, the guy's just... I did it happening in here. Get some slats. <laughs> <laughs> I need some slats. <laughs> I need tool. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> tool do not, belt. Do not give this person a tool. Give no me matter some what slats you do. in here, man. Some two-by-fours. <laughs> You'll get concussed. Give me a two-by-four. You'll get concussed in about eight seconds. Uh, Jeff. Uh, yes, sir. Yes. I need to know the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven football players who played the running back position who have more 100-plus 
rushing yard games than Fred Taylor because there's only seven of them. Only seven guys in the history of the league have more 100-yard wow. rushing games how, than how Freddie do they, How do they ignore these stats, dude? Yeah. Can you tell me what the no, Fred's number is? Fred had 49 100-yard okay. rushing games. All right, I'm not even going to look at the all-time rushing we annals. We got this from our friend Demetrius Harvey. Yeah, I'm not even going to look at the all-time rushing annals. No, no annals. I'm, okay. I'm not going to look at teams. I'm not going to look no. for any triggers. I'm no. just going to go with this, okay? Let's go. Barry Sanders has to have more. Barry Sanders has 76. Is that number one? No, there's two ahead of him. Really? Yeah. Probably. I'm guessing Emmett as the all-time leader. Emmett has 78. Two ahead of Barry. And he's not the leader. No, I got 78, 77, and 76. Leader probably got to be Jim Brown, maybe. No, no Emmett's the leader. Okay. Okay, so there's one in between there's here. one in between with 77. I, I, I mean, I, I'm with you. He's got a short career, and he's only playing 12, 14 games. Some of those careers. <sighs> but, yeah, I'm, I, I, yeah, I think you're making a mistake. Jim Brown. I'm sorry, the game ends. See, I didn't want that. Can I keep going? <laughs> yeah, I can keep yeah, going. let him keep going, man. Um, I'm so, and, and he screwed no dis- you. Yeah, well, that's no dis- you dished it under the E for the layup, and yeah. the, the knee went wobbly on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what's, what's Fred's number again? I'm sorry. 49. I got to think Adrian Peterson has more than that. Adrian Peterson has 56. Okay. He's the only one who's not in the hall, by the way, of all these guys. But he will be. Hey, Jeff, what do you, what, what do you yes. think about Frank Gore all them years he played? It's a lot of years. Yeah. I don't know if he has. Yeah, like, I don't know either. Uh, does, he, does he have? Yeah, I just don't know if he has 40. What'd you say? Eight? For 49. 49. 49. You think, he, think Frank Gore has 50? I don't think. Emmett, Barry, yeah. and Adrian Peterson so far. Um, yeah, uh, let's hold off on that. Yeah. Now I do want to look at the all-time leading rushers. because OJ, maybe. Eric Dickerson. No, it's not OJ. He's not, mm. doesn't have enough yards. Oh, boy. Is it OJ? Oh, dear. <laughs> um, uh, how about... um. Read me the top ten rushers there. You got them in front of you? What happened? No, I don't. I, I need to just – just, I need to jo- – I don't want to, like, you know, at the end of the day, there be a guy that I'm not even thinking of. Because I, I know – like, <laughs> I know the top of the list. I know the guys missing are Gore, Curtis Martin, Jerome Bettis. I just uh, – Emmett, Barry, uh, so Emmett, Peterson are the three. Emmett, so our top ten is going to be Emmett, Walter, Frank Gore, Barry Sanders, Adrian Peterson. Peyton. Peyton, Peyton, Peyton. Peyton's got 77. He's second. Yeah. Emmett, 78, Peyton, 77, Barry, 76. You got Curtis Martin. You got LaDainian Thompson. Are we missing just one more? You're missing one, two, three more. Oh, really? Okay. Keep keep going, E. What were they? Go back back to – I threw Peyton in there. Go After Peyton, who is it? After Peyton, we got uh, Frank Gore, Uh Barry Sanders, Adrian Uh Peterson, Uh Curtis Martin. Curtis Martin we're going to go with. Curtis Martin has 57, one more than Adrian Peterson. Okay. You got LaDainian Tomlinson. LaDainian Tomlinson we're going to go with. He's not in the list. Okay, who's next? Jerome Bettis. Yeah, no. Eric Dickerson. Ooh. Tony Dorsett. Dickerson. That's we'll 10. go Dickerson. The Dick is 64th. Okay. Oh, 64. Okay. So is that it then? He's fourth. No, you're missing one. I don't, you got wh- Emmett, Peyton, Sanders, The Dick, Martin, and Peterson. You're missing one. Bettis. Bettis, 61. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's so your list. There we go. Kind of corresponds. A little bit of cheating, and we missed one, and then E threw me under the bus right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah. But but with a very what a bad what what does Jim Brown have is he on the list? Yeah, that's know. not a bad guess. But yeah. what scared me e, is he, Jim Brown may have played some twelve game seasons. No, Dan. Yeah. Right. I mean, we've added a bunch of games, and that should also matter when you're looking at uh, careers overall. And he's eleventh on the list too, Jim Brown. Yeah. <laughs> what about OJ? What did he have? OJ. That's another one that didn't uh-huh. between injuries and did, didn't play enough games, but. Uh, another Gale, you got some guys. That, Gale Sayers is who I was going to say, but didn't play long. Yeah, enough. they're in their prime. Were just you know OJ, 
Jim Brown, Gale Sayers, those dudes is good. Tomlinson is 47. Um, that 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 right there to me may be the most impressive of all Fred's stats, man. You got yeah. guys you're putting in without thinking. You know, it's so weird that our two Doris guys. Forty five. Dorsett's forty five. Simpson was forty two. Marshall Falk. Yeah, those types of guys. It's so, so <coughs> it's so weird. Crazy, huh? That our two guys get shade thrown on them for the exact opposite reason. Baselli's career was too short, mm-hmm. and Fred's was more longevity got him the numbers. Like he's not viewed in a in a in a frame of how good he was. Right. It's just it's strange, disappointing, and but he's in the room. He better stay there. Yeah, he needs to stay there. And I don't understand the overall what they did yesterday. But the Hester, I just I can't, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm never putting a guy who's just a kick returner in the Hall of Fame. The game's too way too much more in the game than that. And yeah. and you know. Listen, I, it's a lot like – I'm not saying – like Mariano Rivera, relief pitchers should be in the hall. They shouldn't be the una- only unanimous. That's silly. Silly yeah. that, that a guy who's not good enough to be a starter – and by the way, with Rivera, that's documented. He started as a starter. Yeah. Failed. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, Freddie can watch – go Devin – his buddy Devin Hester's. You, what does Fred Taylor think when you're comparing Devin Hester, the football player, to Fred Taylor? He's probably friends with him, but he probably rolls That blow your eyes. head off. Everybody in the world from the state of Florida and forward knows that Fred Taylor is a better football player than Devin Hester. Yeah. So the Hall of Fame voters and the Participation Award can just tell us next year who – what bleeding heart deserves to get in. Yeah, it's too bad, but it's all, it's all good, man. Freddie got in the room, so hopefully next year – we can get him through, but yeah, it's disappointing. It's disappointing, and again, it's it is what it is. But we'll we'll keep plugging away and see what happens, and uh, we'll go from there. All right, we're warming up. We got Super Bowl weekend here. It's the last football game of the year, and it's uh, Super Bowl. It's in Vegas. Uh, wait, awaiting. Uh, uh, we've only had one mishap so far uh, in Vegas. That was a Raider player getting a DUI there, like Tuesday early. So. Uh, we'll see how that plays out this weekend. Hopefully, the boys can stay. All right, we're live today at uh, Lifetime Enclosures, but yeah. just really just to promote their open house they got coming up tomorrow. Yeah. So come by from ten to three. Free food and drinks. Yeah. Dra- drawing for prizes on Dan's Wheel of Torture uh. at uh, both twelve and one o'clock tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All kinds of savings on you know different uh, services, different products. Uh, from sunrooms to vinyl enclosures, screen enclosures. Uh, they also have uh, a score-free floors promotion going on. You can win a $20,000 gift certificate, but you got to stop by and see them tomorrow, Saturday, uh, from 10 to 3, here on Phillips Highway, just south of Bay Meadows. Hit it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, sports concepts and rationalizations. We call it the 10-minute drill. We do it each and every day. At the end of the drill, we love to hand out a prize pack that E refers to as Razzle Dazzle. E, what are we handing out today? All right, fellas, Valentine's Day is right around the corner, but your mm. boy going to hook you up. I got a gift certificate for $50 to be used towards a floral arrangement from Spencer's Designers Floors. Gifts Wonderful. and arrangements. This is all a part of the 1010XL Valentine's Day gift guide. Visit 1010XL.com for more gift ideas. Yeah. All right, wonderful. We're over here at Lifetime Enclosures. Come yeah. on out and see us. It's uh, really promoting this weekend, though. Big weekend coming up for the boys out here as they uh, – Continue to grow and just do some wonderful things for your residents, if you would like. So, uh, lots of sports. Yeah, I mentioned the NBA trade deadline, man. They talked about my Knicks like they stole stuff. Trade huh? well, That tells you what a trade deadline it was, and yeah. not because of what the Knicks did. But, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, when we're crowing about the big acquisitions being, you know, the other Bogdanovich. Yeah. 
I don't even know what the – Sharpshooter. The, the most amazing thing of all time <laughs> is that those two dudes aren't brothers. Because um, they're spelled different. You know, the first names are real similar, but spelled differently. But yeah, I have like two interesting family notes that I wanted to swing by you boys today. Okay. Swing away. Two interesting family notes. One, I'll start with the NBA. You were talking about interesting their brothers because there's a trade deadline and – if there's a trade deadline in the NBA, it is 100% accurate to know that somewhere in the, in the ethos of the NBA, one of the Morris twins will be involved. <laughs> Feels that way. <laughs> I, think one I don't know who the they game. are. I think one of them's out of the game. I don't think they? so. And I looked it up. I looked it up yesterday because I was so curious. They're the exact same numbers career-wise. They're, 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 they've both been on eight teams. That's 16 stops for the Morris boys. <laughs> and I'm sure that the, some uh, included in those stops are the same team where they're like, we already had you. No, that was my brother. Okay. I feel like without looking to. <laughs> they the, must the, be the most tradable dudes in the history of the association. And they're decent player. Not great. Not terrible. Uh, the, Contract friendly, movable parts. I don't know what they are. They're, 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 get, they're, like a, they're like a spare tire is what they are in a car. Give me career earnings on those two, E. Yeah, I feel like, by the way, without looking, I feel like I looked at one point of their careers and not that mm-hmm. long ago uh-huh. where they uh-huh. have the exact same numbers. Like they're the exact same player. They're mm-hmm. identical mm-hmm. twins. Uh-huh. They play the same position to your point. One was more ballyhooed coming out of Kansas, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to say about 35 that... million. For each? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, don't, I, I don't know. Weren't they? Know, they've been on 16 teams. That's all I can tell you. I don't know anything about I don't want to know anything about them. Nor does the listener. I just find it amazing that the more every every NBA trade deadline, one of the Morris guys gets traded, and he's always a throw-in. And we'll move the Morris. Uh, what are their names? Markeith and uh, Markeith. I think is it Markeith and Markeith. Marcus, Marcus and Markeith, or it's Marcus, isn't it? Yeah, it's the Marcus. same guy. Or nobody knows. Nobody knows. It's amazing. They could show up. By the way, they were not, they they these two dudes are a clone. They're not even twins. Yeah, they're a clone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that that one was not more acclaimed than the other. They went back to back in the first round of the NBA draft. Okay. Wow. I'm quite certain that one of the Morris Morrises could show up at any NBA team. Like, let's say he walks into Utah and puts on a uniform, and they 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 probably just go, "Hey, what's up, Morris?" He might not even be on the team, <laughs> but he could just show up there, and they would let him in. That's what I'm certain about because they've been on so many different teams. There may be twins that were born further apart than these two dudes went back-to-back in the draft. Seven minutes and 13 seconds. Yeah, unbelievable. That's crazy. So that's my one family note. Then my other family note, which I bring to the table, is tomorrow or Sunday, um, a current football player will be trying to join his pops as a Super Bowl champion with the same franchise. It's only happened one other time in NFL history. Do you okay. know who I'm referring which, to? Which team does he uh, – it'd be McCaffrey. McCaffrey will be trying to join his dad, yeah. Ed McCaffrey, who won a Super Bowl with the Niners before he won with Denver. So huh. Christian and Forget Ed – Forget about the Niners part. Both have uh, – will be trying to win one with the Niners. And then there's a father-son combination that also won a Super Bowl that won it obviously different times with the same franchise. Do you know who that is? I only knew it, and I was proud of getting the answer because it's a little more probably – Personal, maybe, to me. Okay. Um, the Boses. Oh, no, not the same team. 
Uh, and I don't think Buster Daddy did. ever no, won. You're right. He's yeah. not on that that team way back. All right. Um, is it the Dolphins? Is that why it's Parker? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Then. No. All right. Um, how about um, father son one father Super son Bowl, same, same franchise same franchise. Mm-hmm. Obviously, at different times because if it was the same time, it would be really unique. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, although LeBron and Bronny may change that for you. Amen. Um, Amen. It, it's like. Anthony Dorsett never played for the yeah, – it's not going to be that. Uh-huh, uh-huh, it's not uh-huh. far enough apart. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh, uh-huh. You'll know the name, I think. I'm pretty sure you'll know the name when I tell you. Mm. Uh, I'll tell you the franchise. I don't know. Maybe yeah, Give me the franchise. The New York Football Giants. So the New York Giants. Yes. Father, son. Yes. Neither Each. neither were stars, by okay. the way. Wow. I mean, oh, the, the Gi- so the Giants is a Super Bowl or an NFL championship? It was Super Bowls. Okay, so this guy was played in the in the in the, so the dad was like eighty six or eighty nine, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and so that means the kid if he's twenty three that'd be oh six. His, his his the son won the Super Bowl uh, over the over the Patriots. Yeah, I don't. I I I'd, I'd have to. Uh, oh, um, is it? Um, the son was less acclaimed it's than not, the dad. It's not. Rand Carthon didn't end up. Nope. Over, yeah. Nope. 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 It's the Diasis. Yeah. Never. Never. In the never. Years. Do you know the name? I do know the name. Okay. Yeah. Zach Diasi. Like a tight end, maybe. Well, his son was a long snapper. Okay. And he would probably go in the hall then. And yeah, and uh, <laughs> his daddy was a linebacker. So but they both would. He should the, be in. Yeah. yeah. Of course, the Hall of Fame voters would have you take that long snapper over the linebacker. You know. For his seven plays. Father, son, same team, Super Bowl championship. And ironically, the kid grew up in, went to Brown, grew up in the New England area, and but was a long snapper for the Giants. You know, forever, I never paid attention. Never happened before. Only, only time it's ever happened. Forever, I never paid much attention. Yes, sir. To the teams that haven't made the Super Bowl list. Because our Jaguars were so new to the league, and the list was a little bit bigger. Uh-huh. Now it seems a little more uh, of an albatross. What's that? There's only four of us. Only four of us haven't been to a Super Bowl. The Jack with the Jacks oh. being one. Yeah, no. like that. No, like when the Jacks first came into the league, yeah. we were new. There was a lot. There was more. There's eight 20, or nine. Twenty nine years. Yeah, there's eight or nine teams, and now it's almost thirty years. And, and Browns, we, Texans, Lions, Jacks. That's right. Yeah. Not, and, and we're not even asking to win it. No. We're talking about having made it. Think about. There's more that haven't won it. Yeah. Oh, a ton that haven't yeah. won it. But think about some of the – we're not talking about the creme de la creme. The Falcons and Bucks, arguably in, in the stretch of NFL are among the worst franchises to lace it up. Yes. Maybe not right now, but yes. over duration. And they've each been to the Super Bowl, you know, twice. Carolina, got, too. Yeah. Carolina's been to the Super Bowl twice. Got to find a way in. I mean, we can't make a Super Bowl, man. One Super Bowl. And by the I way, I, just just this, I, the, I will, I'm happy to say this, mm-hmm. Okay. Y'all downtown that are making draft picks for the Jaguars this year, Trent Balky and staff. Yeah. I hope you're seeing what they're doing in Houston. Yeah. Because they're going to catch you and beat your rear end, and you will lose your job, not based on fan or media hyperbole, based on the fact that you're letting a division rival pull your pants down and smack you. So don't tell me about mistakes that may have been made on game day between the Texans and the Jags. Don't tell me about how execution or identity could have been better. You know what could have been better? What? Picking number two, the offensive rookie of the year, and number three, the defensive rookie of the year. Did Trevor and Trayvon win those awards, Dan, in different years? No. 
That's a so, negative. yeah, the guys downtown. By the way, Tank Dell's in that draft class, also oh, very boy. good. There's oh, other good boy. players. These dudes downtown, this is beyond opinion, or I want this guy over Hutchinson. Y'all need to get your game together, man. I kind of like uh, uh, they caught uh, Woody Johnson, for example, the, the Jets owner. They caught him at the red carpet last night. and He wasn't happy. He had some biting words for his I think he had a couple of, I, couple of shots of uh, scotch. That's for all right. I kind of like to see a little of that from Shy. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Mr. Khan, I'd like for you to kind of throw down a gauntlet to the boys. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know we were 9-8 and eight and they were 7-10. and 10. I get that. But we were 8-3 and, three and sitting at the, playing for the one seed in the AFC when right. things went awry. So yeah. I kind of like, you know, he <laughs> – but he, he hung he hung poor Zach Wilson. He, well, I mean, he, he hung him. He well, we didn't have a backup quarterback. Now, listen again. Sometimes you know it's like, listen. I know those guys know more football than I do. I, I I will always say that, and I respect those guys. But like with the Jets situation, when Aaron Rodgers went down, man, the immediate thought was, you better go get somebody. No, we're gonna go with Zach. Don't do that. Don't do that. Go get – you have a good team. Find a quarterback. Joe Flacco was out there. He would have went back in a New York minute. And you chose to ride with Zach Wilson. And whomever made that decision should should probably Flacco, be – And if, if that's the GM, who they all, for some reason, they give this GM a pass because he's he's assembled all this talent that went 7-10. and 10. It's not good enough. Fla- Flacco, for the record. Flacco would not have done for the Jets what he did for the Browns. You don't know that. They had him last year. You don't know They that. had him last year, and they went out there with the same personnel I'll tell you something scheme. else. There's a little bit of buzz out there in the ethos that, you know, that, that OC in New York, because Aaron wanted him, he may not be so good. Hackett. Yeah. That he's only had success with, well, with Aaron. When Aaron's running the show, it's easy That's to run the That's not fair. He, he got a lot out of Blake Bortles and the, and the Jaguars' offense, which wasn't chock full of superstars, Probably by the way. Probably other guys contributing to that. Uh, That's not fair. Uh, yeah. Not going to I think it is fair. He was the yeah. worst head coach I've ever seen. He was worse okay. than – he was worse than uh, – uh, 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 as a head coach, he was worse than uh, uh, Richie Kotite. Yeah, I, well, so who's the best offensive mind, you think? Huh? Who's the best offensive mind? What, right now, yeah, just enjoy, not just give me. Not even have to be the best. Give me a good one and put him on team with Mike White, quarterback in one week, and Zach Wilson, quarterback in the next. He's lost Aaron Rodgers Mike, literally the first play of the first Mike game. White wasn't even I, on the team. The, I, I, what are we well, doing? Whoever, I'm just throwing out old it, Jets guys. Let's get some facts yeah, here. Yeah, he's I mean, with the Dolphins. I get it. Mike White in there. Whatever, dude. Whoever you're. Who that's, else we got? Flacco. Name these Jets starters, Flacco bro. Flacco That's one of my point is they're all the same. They're no point good. point is they went with the wrong guy, and then yeah. they had the wrong guy calling the plays, and yeah. it was a disaster. They, 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 when you lose Aaron Rodgers on the first play, there is no went with the wrong guy. Well, you know. Yeah. If you had a quarterback, maybe you go. Yeah, but you how know, do you go? You know what has a quarterback? No one's got a good first quarterback, and they're supposed to come up with a second one and beat the Dolphins and the Bills. Oh, Flacco off the street in October. And the Browns yeah, he was on him the, the year before. Flacco showed. Flacco was a lot more playoff loss than anything else when it comes to where he's taking you. You say potato, I nah, say I potato. I hear you. I yeah, I hear you. Six four one ten ten. Come kind, come courteous, come correct right now, and you could be a winner. E, tell them what they're going to win as we head off to the uh, break land here at Lifetime Enclosure. Oh, they're going to get a gift certificate for fifty dollars to be used Sorry, towards a floral in. arrangement uh, f- from Spencer's Designers Floors. All a part of the Tinted XL gift guide. Make sure you holler at Tint. Make sure you holler at get to TintedXL.com for more gift ideas. 
All right, we're back. We're live at Lifetime. And we're back. We've got an open house coming up this weekend. Stop this by weekend. Soon. Yeah, free, you know, food and prizes and all kinds of specials, you know. I just like, got a gig. What's that? Uh, be hanging here overnight. And doing what? Go Security? To no, we're going to go to work and finish this up. Yeah, they're doing some, some renov- slats. They're they're doing yeah. some renovation inside the yeah. home home offices here. And I saw the uh, I saw the uh, choice that we're gonna what we're gonna put up here on the okay, roof. It's nice. terrific. Well, I would expect nothing less. It could be some two by fours. We're in enclosures. Well, how about a drill? Yeah, you, yeah. Stick it right huh? in that electrical box there. Um, <laughs> uh, That's for our lighting, our recess lighting. We had a, a lifetime flooring out to the house since we were here yeah. last. Yeah, oh, it's just a big smashing oh, success. You love it. Everyone loves it. Love it. Still waiting on the area rug. Okay. Oh, it's not been delivered. Uh, I may put a little bit on Mrs. P. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. We're right. dragging our feet a little bit too much. Right. I got a little one-year-old running around. I need a. I need a yeah. You know. Yeah. Lest we end up in the ER somewhere at oh, some point. Oh, dear. I don't need any of that. They, they bounce like rubber. <laughs> They're something, dude. Why do you have one of those things in your life? Um, uh, e said he's got a piece all like, there it is. Oh. He's psyched up what with do we pop got? quiz. He likes to get us, you know. Yeah, oh, I do. pop quiz hard today. I, I like it. Oh, by the way, before we start the pop quiz, in line with the trivia, uh-huh. uh, Dan has informed me that we are going to be unable to defend our championship, E. <laughs> Yeah, I told. I, 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 did he know already? Did you let John know? Yeah, yeah, I let John know. No yeah, Hicken has to work. I got to work. Yeah, we're I not can doing. Do. Yeah, we're not doing it because you know <laughs> I got we're TV trying to, tomorrow night. Trying to tamp down your fun. Okay, we're doing it because Dad has a. I have. I have a mogul. Uh, uh, I have uh, decided that uh, I would like to make an announcement that perhaps there's a good chance that Gibby will be there with his crew. Remember, Gibby was there he, last year. I already year. asked him. When we whooped that A. Yeah, they so t- Gibby's uh, thinking about going uh, again next year. Yeah. So maybe, tomorrow. Maybe next year we'll go like one year on, one year off, so that, you know, everyone else gets to maintain their their self-worth. And, and the Super Bowl's on CBS this year, so we have a special tomorrow night. And so there you so go. So the Super Bowl's on CBS. So where does the golf go then? CBS. Where's the golf? The golf can be over early, right? Don't they do that early? In Phoenix? I thought they played right up to kickoff usually. No, they usually play right up until, I don't know. No Maybe it's doesn't. on a different yeah, no one. It's so cold out there, they've decided to cancel the tournament. Did you see the weather there <laughs> yesterday? They got bad weather two weeks in a oh, row. Oh, man. Ter- Maybe the worst back-to-back weather in PGA Tour history. I saw old Tommy Fleetwood was hanging out up there in Vegas at the Live Guys. Uh, was he really? Yeah. Just hanging out, watching. By the way, Tommy, you could go. You ain't never won a damn tournament on the tour. He's got 20-something million in his pocket, though. Yeah. yeah. He's got the most money of anyone who hasn't won. Yeah. Uh, uh, current guys. I don't know if that's all time. Tommy Fleetwood. All right, what is the pop quiz, E.T.? Oh, I'm sorry. All right, go gentlemen. Ahead. Are we all good with the Whisperer, by the way? Is he coming by here? or what? Probably call. I don't know. You never know. I talked to him. I, I let him know. I'm not sure if he's going to come here or no, he's going to go he's got ahead. the quarterback in the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah I know. That's well, quite the feather. Quite the feather. Speaking of quarterbacks, last right. night Lamar Jackson won the MVP, making it yes, his did. second time winning the league MVP award. Joining yes, a list of 10 other gentlemen who oh. has won the MVP multiple times. Uh-huh. Oh. He is the 11th player to win the league MVP multiple times. Gentlemen, okay. the other 10, tell me. I need we'll the get, 10. We'll get this. I think Peyton. so. Peyton. Uh, Peyton. Yep. Peyton's won yep. it three times. Yep. Favre. Hold on, let me get y'all right, man. Yeah. Favre also won it three times. Brady won more than one. I think he won two. He won two. Brady won three times. Oh. Three times. Um, didn't Emmett win a couple? Yeah, yeah one back-to-back, didn't he? Or, Cor- uh, is it quarterback? Oh, what, what was the question again? No, 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 hold on. Let me see. It's just, yeah, it looks like it's just quarterbacks on this list. Okay. No, no, it's not just quarterbacks on this list. No. Okay. 
Um, all right, let, let's let's uh, Mahomes won two already, Dan. He has, hasn't he? Yes. Yeah, Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, yes. Yes. Two times. That? That's four we got. Yeah, that's one, two, three, four. Peyton Brady. Uh, Montana has won more than. Joe yes. Montana. Yeah. yeah, hold on. Two times for Joe Montana. Pretty sure. What about, uh, I know, uh, didn't, I'm almost positive uh, Kurt Warner yeah. won a couple. I Kurt Warner won it twice. Yes, yep. sir. How many have we got? Oh, uh, I got. No, I think the guy with the most is Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. A-Rod won it four times. Yeah. That is correct. Y'all are missing. How many is Peyton? Peyton five or four? Peyton, Peyton? three. Three? Uh-huh. Nah, really? Wow. Um, all right, well, how many we got left? Y'all got one, two, three of them left. And they're all quarterbacks? No. No. Oh, oh I thought you said they were. All right. Um, who, who, it's got, it's got to be. What, what other running back? <laughs> there is another one. How long has the MVP been around, Dan? Start in the 50s? Like Jim Brown went in a couple times? or? Uh, e, do you know when it started? Yeah, do we know when the. Hold yeah. on, hold on. I ain't going to let y'all talk. Yeah, Jim Brown. Okay. okay. He's won right. it three times. All right. There's two other what guys. About, uh, Two quarterbacks. Two quarterbacks. Uh huh. Chance that one of them is Steve Young. I ain't gonna let you talk yourself out of it, my boy. Steve Young's okay. won it twice. And, and I can't remember if this is. I can't. Re- so there's one more quarterback who's won it t- t- two times. We've gotten them all but one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let, he, um, is it? Oh, in this particular quarterback, he won it three times. Okay. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is pre pre two thousand or post two thousand? Pre <laughs> pre yeah. Is it Elway? You think? No, I think it's somebody even maybe like Johnny. Could it be Johnny? You? Could it be somebody like that back then? Even? Yeah, yeah could it have been? Did, Bart Starr didn't win it back to back, did he? No, you know? no. I'm thinking. I get sometimes I, I get so. the Super Bowl MVP confused yeah, with the regular yeah, MVP. Yeah. Right, because I think I, I was thinking Bradshaw. I think, but Bradshaw's are Super Bowl MVPs, right? I'm not sure Bradshaw's even won. He may have won the MVP once. I tell you who. Now this is way back, and I don't. He was only in. I don't know how far it goes back. Yeah. I think the MVP is relatively like this ain't new. Otto Graham. No, I think territory. it's in the 50s. Yeah. I, I like Johnny. Uh, who'd you say the second one? The, what, Johnny, you was the one, but, no, but you didn't say him. I did say him, but he, he didn't jump on it, so I don't think it's yeah. Johnny. <laughs> he would have. Ch- uh, I'm not gonna let you talk uh, yourselves out see, of a ding. I've been doing that too much. So I'm gonna just no, say. I'm gonna just say y'all. Y'all said his name already. Oh, we did. Did I say Elway? <laughs> we said him already. Yeah, it might be Elway. It's Elway. Okay. Johnny you? Johnny ah. you. I should have gone with that. I would have gone with that. All right, well, that's good, man. I would have – you know what? I would have also missed with Emmett. I thought Emmett won back-to-back years. I did, back too. Like in the year – like 90, you know. Yeah, I did, too. Three and four or two and three. I thought Emmett was a back-to-back MVP. Um, so, uh, anyway, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Lamar has won it twice and doesn't have much to show for it, right, in the big picture. This is another year that speaks perfectly to my MVP argument. I, tell me this. Make it make sense, and then I will let it go. Mm-hmm. Lamar's the MVP. What position is what, – what side of the ball is he on, Dan? Lamar's an MVP. He's a quarterback. Yeah. That means he's on the offensive side of the ball. I, I just tell me, if you're the MVP and you play offense, how are you not the offensive player of the year? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And if the guy who is the – Because they, off- they wanted to give it to somebody different. Well, then call it the running back of the year or the receiver of the year. Or, or the non-quarterback offensive or, or, player. Yeah, whatever. But yeah. it's just silliness. And, and by the way, just add one more layer to that. The offensive player of the year, guess what he's still doing? Playing. Can I say this? There's <laughs> um, Denny. Yeah, that's him. Can I say this? That's a sweet ride Denny's got. Den- I like that ride. Denny's a man. 
Um, this is why I'm picking Kansas City. Okay. And I think Kansas City's good. Kansas City has not gotten enough credit for what they've done in this postseason. They went through Buffalo and Baltimore on the road. They went through Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, the top two guys. I know. Uh, uh, and they and their defense shut those dudes down. Do you know how many points the Chiefs have given up in the second half of their three games? How many? Ten. Yeah, and two Dang. or two, but that was a cold night. But what I mean, I'm just saying, man, it has been an impressive. This is a. This reminds me a little bit of like the Giants run to the Super Bowl. Oh, when they got hot with that defense. Well, and. and Tom's guys. Yeah. No, that's I mean, what I'm they, talking about. They yeah, have all those D-linemen. They, 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 they went and beat Favre and Romo on the road. I mean, that's, that is – That's listen, fair. That's a fair are, point. And, and, and I will tell you this till I'm blue in the face, and I've learned the hard way, and I'm 60 years old now. Defense, if you've got a great defense, that great defense beats that offense. And it's man. funny beats to – Beats that great – like when Peyton and those Broncos, that offense was unfreaking stoppable And you know and the Seahawks dismantled them. Yeah, and, and what's interesting about that comment is if we would have had this conversation in August and uh-huh. we said that it would be San Francisco and Kansas City in the Super Bowl and you're going to use that argument, you would think it would have favored San Francisco mm-hmm. needing the great defense rather than Kansas yeah. City who's gotten it. So. I'm so tickled that uh, Denny's here in the house. Yeah. So we'll we're gonna Denny's getting, Brock Purdy is, up. Is Denny gonna go for that bushy? Let it grow down. Are we going? We are, aren't we? There's no reason it would be as long as it is now, unless you were planning Denny's to going go hard full on the beard. He's going the like Ray's coming in. He's like, like he's starting to take that like like that mercenary look. You know what like it is? Denny dude? has to leave in the middle of the night and fly off to Albania somewhere yeah. with his <laughs> with his pack. You also look. know what it is? Like when you're young, like Denny, and you get the gray, it's cool. When you go pure, you're old, white. You're old like me. You know? <laughs> our, our, my, you know, Fred, and then you sit there and sometimes you sit there and you look and you see these pictures of yourself and you're like, who's that old man? Oh, my God, that's me. I got, I got, <laughs> I got stung yesterday, Dan, really for the first time of legitimate hurt. Uh-huh. But yesterday during the whole when the Dailies brought all the stuff down, right? Yeah. And I've been working with Lauren, their you know, uh, PR person for, mm-hmm. for a lot of years. Uh-huh. And she had a whole crew. Uh-huh. And as it ended up, I helped carry the cooler into the – into the, yes, you did. In, in, into the studio. So it was me and one of the guys who were gone, and then she like, chastises one of her guys. She goes, man, you make the old guy carry it. Ooh. 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 Ouch. Ooh. Ooh. Somebody needs to shave. We'll be back with Diddy Thompson, the quarterback whisperer, <laughs> next to GFL Friday Live at Lifetime Enclosures. At least we don't play, yeah. we don't play Careless Whisper anymore. Well, they – Took that over on uh, Franchi. <laughs> Danny. Well, I mean, they can't do that. Danny. I mean, they do it. They, they do can't it. just steal our Danny. bit like that every Danny. weekend. We stopped Danny. it because you didn't like Danny. it. Am I too, hey, am kids. I too deep? I'm going to ignore it Learn now. to nah, throw the football. Danny's going to help you. Going to make you a quarterback. Can we not mute him? Sometimes he'll teach you to throw down goes. the field. It's just like if, if, they, if, he, if he ever got into like one of those freestyle competitions, they would like. Me and Rabbit. God, they would boo him off so fast. I beat Rabbit. Yeah. Bring it on, Rabbit. Oh, no, Rabbit was <laughs> wicked now. He was. Rabbit <laughs> I never bring thought it. I'd hear an eight-mile reference from yeah. Hick. I no. saw that scene. I dig Rabbit. I like it. Yeah. I like it. What's up, Denny Thompson? I'm what good, a happy man. time for you. I know. I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready for, uh, ready for Sunday. Yeah. yeah. You know, semantics can take over our sports sometimes. And there's I got some semantics for you that make no sense. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Considering the, I don't know, definition now of certain styles of quarterbacking. Okay. Is there any world, if you apply these definitions and what and the implication that comes with them, is there any world where a game manager would have more touchdowns than a gunslinging two-time MVP? 
Is there any world where that exists? If you're a game manager, can you play an NFL season where you have more touchdown passes than Patrick Mahomes? Because well, Brock I mean, Purdy did. Yeah. yeah I, he had more touchdown passes than Patrick Mahomes, but he's been just – this has been the week of, like – these guys like they've discovered this quote game manager and they're like breaking the news it's so disrespectful been, man it is it's been all year too it's like it, it's it's amplified because it's super bowl but good grief every time that i would and i don't post much but when i would right. retweet something that he said or did i would get just hammered with <laughs> can hey, you he's on the best team ever and <laughs> you should be thinking shannon and i'm like come on y'all answer my question can you have more touchdown passes in a year than Patrick Mahomes and be a game manager? Is that possible? No. Game managers hand the ball off. They throw short passes. I just think we got to change definitions. Yeah, that's what I mean. Semantics have taken that. over. It's, just, it's silliness. Well, but, but I don't know when the game manager thing became such a negative connotation. The way people right. are using it is negative, right. but – Every all, single quarterback in the NFL yeah. is a game manager. Right. Good quarterbacks also manage the game. Yeah, that's but if right. you get tagged as a game manager yeah, forever, a, since I was a kid, you were not. You were less it, than the good I ones. I said it earlier this week. Tom Brady's greatest game manager in the history of the NFL. He walked yeah. to the line, diagnosed the play, make the play work for him, and that's managing the game, isn't I mean, it? Peyton? Yeah. I mean, Peyton, is, yeah. it, Peyton would be the only one that I could think of that would bring an argument, maybe Drew Brees. Yeah. But, I mean, you know talk- what? In the history of time, if Brock Purdy goes on with the Niners for the next 10 years and wins a couple Super Bowls, That's he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. That's and just it. They can say whatever they want it, about it's him. Not even he's going to make millions of dollars. It. He's going to be a champion. He's got everything he could ever dream of. Listen, if you win Sunday night, yeah. then it really doesn't matter. Everybody looks stupid for saying yeah. it. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Like yeah. If you've got a Super Bowl win and then you look at the playoffs and the, with the playoffs this kid's had, it, it's – I mean, you can say that if you want to. From a marketing standpoint, Danny, how important is it for Brock to win this game Sunday <laughs> night for you? <laughs> that, is it matter? Not, Do you no. say Super Bowl no. or Super Bowl champion? Which is it, Danny? I, I, I thought you were asking for Brock. For me, I don't. I'm trying not to ever market anything again, Dan. <laughs> it means nothing to me. Oh my I just gosh. listen meant to him as grass. All Adidas dropped um, a Brock Purdy line. On the way here, I saw that. Really? Oh, that rookie yeah. deal just went up then. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. like money's money. Exactly. You're earning it from the 49ers. Even so if- I think uh, from a marketing perspective, if he wins, it's probably pretty good for him. Will he get uh, – do they expect, regardless of what happens, do we expect him to get a new deal this offseason or I don't not? think – I don't think he can. No? Isn't this is just year two. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. So, yeah, I think okay. he uh, – don't you have to wait three yeah. if you're drafted? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they've got him on the cheap another year. Wow, that's um, fantastic for them. Yeah. No, it is. It, mm-hmm. it definitely is. I mean, that, that this game is going to be, I think, one of the better Super Bowls we've had. I hope so. You guys were referencing it. I mean, Kansas City's defense is legit. Man, they're good, dude. They have stopped Allen, Mahomes, and Tua like, and stopped them. You just you. We talked I mean, about this all year with the Jacks. Jackson, I'm it. They make you. Just drive all the way down the field. They just yes. don't give up the big plays, and and there's most teams can't do that. I think San Fran can. Yes, I think Baltimore could have, but they. I think I said this last week. I I, I read that Baltimore game like they thought Mahomes was going to come out and score 37. Right, and they need to score. And right he did go time. right down the field on the right on the first drive, but yeah. but then after that he scores 17. I think I think San Fran can stick in their game plan. Um, I think San Fran wins, mm-hmm. but but uh, I also absolutely love Pat Mahomes and boy. You can't bet against a guy. No, it's a tough one. It's, I'm not putting uh, money on it. And I, I feel like we got the two best teams. But I, I don't know why, for me, it's not as exciting uh, as, as it could be. But I don't know. I think it's just because I've got Kansas City fatigue. Yeah. And, you know, and San Fran to a point, you know, I've never been a big fan of the Niners. So 
It's probably uh, it's, it's probably a top if you go back to the preseason though and point out, it'd be a top five preseason matchup. But when you let no you, doubt. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah, no but doubt. when you let your mind wander as a player, it is you know, and you can tell yourself it's just another game. You know, Spurrier used to say they write books about Florida Georgia. Yeah, this is the one that I mean, this is the one that the the videos come out. Everything is you know forever from the Super Bowl. I was lucky enough to go last year. Uh huh. Because uh, Gardner was playing, and I just had no – I mean, I've always loved the Super Bowl, but until I went and was around there for three or four days yeah. and saw everything, I had no idea the event that the Super Bowl is and yeah. the importance that this holds. Like, these guys make hundreds of millions of dollars in some cases, but yeah. the only thing that they really care about is winning the Super Bowl. That's right. what all of this stuff is That's why for. when you lose the game, uh, it is so demoralizing, uh, and it's hard to – get off the mat, and come back the next year. It really is. It carries over. It's like it's great to get there. And for two weeks, they talk about you and your team. And it's, but if you lose that game, it is, it is just brutal. It, it, was, it really that, is. That was one of the most interesting things is right after the Super Bowl, because I was staying in the Eagles Hotel, mm-hmm. they had this big party planned, mm-hmm. both teams, and they blow it out. Like it is, it's musical artists, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It was pretty somber. Yeah. It yeah. was pretty somber. I mean, yeah. you're, you're looking around and you've got, you know, like really popular recording artists, 21 Savage, out mm-hmm. right? Th- and mm-hmm. everybody's just kind of sitting around, yeah. just kind of looking. And then about 1 o'clock in the morning, a couple guys are like, now they're like, all right, Screw we're it. here anyway. Yeah, Let's, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it really is, man. It's like it's a uh, – Especially, it's be too, feeling. Denny, when you got – you play your heart out and you got a chance to win it. Mm-hmm. And then, you, you know, there's one thing that – They got Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes yeah. just ripped that from them last year. Yeah, ref helped him too. Uh, yeah, well, that's true too. That's t- true. A little tug on the jersey thing. <laughs> God, still cheating. Are we Super Bowl gamblers around here? Oh yeah, yeah. We're degenerates. Degenerate <laughs> equals gambler. Like gambler everything, or just the game? No, he's not betting. Say, he's not betting a single red cent. <laughs> what are you talking about on the Super Bowl? Let me see your app. He won't. He's got Five nothing. Dimes. He's got no app. He has, hard rock. He has no app. Hard that rock app. app. He doesn't have a hard rock app. I got the hard rock app. You do not have the hard rock app. I got the hard rock app. I got then, I got, you, need, then you need to I got, immediately I got my bet app. I got disable. <laughs> phone staying down. Yeah, you need please. to disable all those. Yeah, I got fake names on some other apps. What about do you have a do you have a go bag? Shell game. I got to go back. Okay. Broadway. That's that's hey. when I'm really, I'm really, I get impressed. You can tell me all these things. I'm impressed when you tell me you got to go back. I got to go back. This, this Stuff's is serious when you got to go I've, back. I've got to call my man out on this is the same guy that has his new truck parked a mile and a yes, half away right. from here. Because he won't put it there right here. Where's it in the park? Right here. Right here. Right here. Give me your keys. I'll have you back then right here. And I'll have, thing a, is beautiful. have a heartbeat. Blue, you're my boy. Perfect. Thank you. You're right here. We got to get our guy ready, man. Leave my George Moore you know, big blue I, uh, truck alone. This is from the NFL. Since we're talking <laughs> trucks, I'll, I'll go with the Shazam spotlight from this standpoint. Did you guys not hear who interviewed for the Cowboys defensive coordinator position? Ron oh. Rivera. No. No. Yes, he did. What? That's not the answer. <laughs> Damn sure did. An answer, but. That's not the answer. Okay. Well, that may be a correct one. That's, that's not the one. That wouldn't, wouldn't make me go Shazam. Oh, okay. I don't even yeah. really guess. Rex Ryan. Oh. Doesn't oh. that surprise you? Yes. Right? If you're – don't just sit there and it, it just continue being like the blowhard of all former ex-coaches. God, Nobody has blow, blow, blown harder as a former head coach in the league than, than Rex Ryan. How long has he been He's out? probably cut his throat with every team in the league at some point. How long has he been? It's been a while. He's been a TV for – Three or four years at least. Oh, at least. Yeah. 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 Uh, Ryan last coached the Buffalo Bills in 2015 and 2016. He was fired with one game left in 2016. Have they picked the guy yet or no? Yeah, they just did today. Mike Zimmer. 
Oh, Walt okay. Zimmer. Yeah. Okay. That's a good. That's that a good pick. Oh, he's he's a mean, nasty guy. That yeah. is a good pick, yeah. though. He's that is good. The, the the Ryan thing. So it's, you said 2016. Last time he was a head coach. So I don't know how long he's been at ESPN, but it's been a while. So it's eight, he's eight years out of the game. Yeah. Rex Ryan is one of those who managed to thwart the lap belt surgery. There's not been many in mankind that have been able to do it, <laughs> but there are a few out there that can get the lap band and never lose any weight. <laughs> And so, <laughs> credit for that as well. Yeah, he did thwart it. He thwarted it. He just became a belt. Pearly white teeth. Yeah, he, yes, he, he does. does. He does. He, she just forearm that. You know, the, who uh, has arm? Who has whiter teeth, Sal Pal or Re- or Rex Ryan? Oh, Rex Ryan. I don't know. Yeah. We're going too far with this, though. Who did I see? We're going other... way too far. With yeah, they, it's gone beyond white. Almost. Yeah, it has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, this is going to be regrettable in about ten years. I saw someone the other day, and it was so pronounced. It was like I was looking at Matt Dillon and. <laughs> <laughs> Something about Mary. It wasn't the volume, but just the whiteness over overpowered me like Matt Dillon's yeah. teeth did. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Mary. I would love they're expensive. I'd love to have them, but yeah. I, I wouldn't go like bright white with them. I need to get some white teeth. Are those? Yeah, are those? those good uh, right, they're like neon, bro. He's so, uh, Gibby showing us. Are a picture. those? Are those his actual teeth? Or are they? No, no, those are no, fake teeth. No, no, so no, that's no, not no. whitening your own teeth. That's getting no, some yeah. different ones put in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do those cover his old teeth, or do you have to get? Oh, it's a whole thing. It's like thirty grand. You have to pull your mouth. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look yeah, at the those veneers. Things, they bro. shave your those teeth down. Too, I may be wrong. Those are shave your teeth down. Yeah, they shave your teeth down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Not, uh-huh. I'll, I'll take my old yellow teeth the rest of my yellow. life. <laughs> that, that, yeah. I'm already married. What the am I bright, missing out on? The bright white with the fake tan is a lot. Looks like he's been in Jamaica for two weeks. Yeah. And then you got to get it done. While he was there at the beach, he was looking at the feet. You're hiring that guy to be your defense coordinator? No. Well, they didn't hire him. No way. I'm surprised he interviewed, but more than that, does this tell you that ESPN said, um, yeah, we're probably done with you? Mm. Oh, maybe. No. I don't, right? Yeah. I mean, you're Rex hey, Ryan, you got that job. Danny, where do you put, seeing uh, we're talking about the Cowboys, what are your feelings on Dak? Like, to me, the question you always ask is, can you win a Super Bowl with the guy? What are your thoughts about Dak Prescott as a quarterback? I like Dak. Yeah. Um, I have an aunt who is an avid, like, hardcore Dallas fan, lived mm-hmm. in Dallas her whole life. Shout out Aunt Denny. Um, Aunt Ellen. She's just moved here, actually. Mm-hmm. She's not a big Dak fan. And okay. Dallas fans are not big Dak fans. But when I watch the game, the guy's really efficient. I understand he makes mistakes. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't – Family members I, of offensive skill players are not Dak fans, apparently. What do you mean? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, the receipt. Yeah. yeah, CDs. Well, mom I mean, but or let me ask you this. Money. I always go back to this, and I'm I just, just curious. I don't. I, I, just, I don't know yeah. how good he is. He gets blamed for everything, but yeah. I, I mean, who, who's who? Are you going to replace him with? Right. I mean, everybody talks about we got to get rid of Dak. We got to yeah. get rid of Dak. Yeah. And, man, you may go draft a guy and realize, man, you got it pretty good, and the yeah. guy's very productive. Yeah. And I don't know the playoff situation over there, but I mean, that's I, that's the issue with him. It he, is. He had a great. He's had great statistical years. But he's bombed out in the playoffs, and he's got to find a way. And, and again, they bombed out again. And I, I was, I was watching Jerry Jones he, talking about being quote all in, like they're never not all in all the time. But it's like you know, almost thirty years since the Cowboys have won a Super Bowl. It's since crazy. they've been to a Super no, Bowl. No, it's it's yeah. crazy. And I'm not saying like I'm not saying he's the best ever. I'm, I mean, I think he's definitely a top ten quarterback. You can win a Super Bowl with him. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I I don't know what's going on in Dallas. I I am. Really intrigued by this whole Super Bowl or playoff uh, lack of playoff consistency. Mm-hmm. 
I'm convinced that there's guys like Mahomes that rise up to it, and yeah. then there's everybody else. I don't really think that there's people that shrink. Yeah, they do this so many times that after the first couple snaps, it's just a game. Right. But there are guys that find opportunities in games to go, hey, I can do something special here. Yeah. That's what Mahomes does. I mean, we, we were talking about with the Super Bowl, and maybe that's where Dak's missing is he doesn't have that. Yeah. But, he's man, he's a good player. Yeah, it's interesting. He, but in, and in fairness to Dak, he also does not have Mahomes' skill set. You're right. Yeah, that can't roll to his left. And <laughs> well, but we can say <laughs> that same does. thing, though. Like Trevor, we're looking for that, right? Yeah. We're looking for that thing with Trevor of when it's third quarter and you got a chance to go up three scores and end this. Uh-huh. Or it's third quarter and you're down two scores, you got to have this. Like, where are we at, Trev? And we thought we had it with the Chargers. Right. With that, and then it kind of played away. But I think that's probably where there's probably 12 different quarterbacks that fit that right now that once they get to that point, they'll become top ten quarterbacks. Yeah. It's it's yeah it's going to be interesting. What would you do if you're Trevor Lawrence this off season? What what would you like? What because to me the the biggest thing there's a couple things, but to me obviously turnovers. Yeah. How do you fix turnovers as a quarterback? Uh, well, I mean, there's obviously like how would you there's teach like that? ball security, like fumble turnovers, but then the other which thing also is, is a problem, by the way. He can't do it. That. Is it is, and that's that's something that I think you can work and train. Mm-hmm. But I think. Vision turnovers or interceptions, things where it's like, hey, I didn't see that guy. Or right. then that's more. Let's make sure we're in rhythm on the throws, and then and then that our progression reads we're comfortable with. Meaning, you know, is this play good for Trevor? The way he sees the game, the way he sees the field. Mm-hmm. Do we need to flip a progression or something like that? There's there's a million different things that can be done on that interception, and we've seen it. We've we've seen guys right. f- fix that as they well, get Dak, in the league. Dak yeah, yeah, went from terrible to really good this. At Josh Allen. Josh I mean, Allen. Josh Allen's another one that it, Peyton fixed it in his career. They just kind of learn how to read the game. Yeah. How to see the game. Yeah. And I, I, Trevor's fine. Trevor's fine. I'm yeah, not worried about Trevor. I want to shift gears here for a second and ask you about uh, one of your guys. Um, and I, I meant to bring this up yesterday. In fact, I, I teased it. I never got to it, which is poor radio on my part. <laughs> I was supposed to remind you, college football point. Yes, Dan, you, <laughs> you had a screwed college. me on. It. You had a college. Well, then you put. Oh, you wore a. Suit I didn't of mayonnaise. want to say, but you. <laughs> well, you wore a suit. You of went off on a tangent, and I had it right there. And, and but it's good because Denny's here because Denny knows the guy, and I'm 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 amazed by. And I guess if it was my team, I would get it to a point. But but boy, college football just has turned on Kirk Herbstreet. Yeah. I mean, and, college and, and football you can or tell, one fan base? No, yeah. because the Dylan Rayola thing now comes up. Oh, yeah. Have you heard about that? So, so, so Dylan's dad kind of hung Herbie a little bit. He probably shouldn't have said anything, but he was ta- Dylan Rayola was going to go to Georgia, mm-hmm. right? And you may know more about this than, than we know, but Dylan Rayola was going to go to Georgia. And clearly, Nebraska has strong family ties in the Rayola family. And Dylan Rayola is the number one, one of the top quarterbacks in the country coming out of high school. Everybody wants Dylan Rayola's dad was All-American at Nebraska. Yes, yeah. as a uh, center. Lineman, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and he's got, fan, I mean, deep ties to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they're not 100% committed. They're committed to Georgia, but not 100% committed to Georgia. And by the way, Georgia's going to be just fine. Yeah. But with that said, uh, he says, oh, you know, I talked to Kirk Herbstreet, and he told me, gosh, would it be great to, you know, and, 
to me, it was just stating an opinion. He wasn't trying to push him here or there. Right. But it, 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 people are like, "That's you can't do. Why can't? Wait, you? Why, what, what, why are people mad at? He's Kirk friends with Rayola, by yeah, the way. Why, yeah. why, why are people mad at Kirk about that? Because he they're mad at about everything he says these days. It's not, I'm just well, curious. Well, and here's the thing: that's yeah. so overblown from this standpoint. It wasn't like him saying that made him do it. Well, you know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that wasn't the tipping point of why right. I did it. Right. It was the pull of Nebraska and the home and the family. Yeah. That's what did you it. Guys, you guys, I mean, you guys are friends of mine. If I come to you for advice, I want advice. Correct. Right? Like, I, Correct. I mean, it, it's regardless of what the it is. The answer, Florida. Send them to Florida. <laughs> 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 no, I don't know what. I, it, Kirk's actually going to be in town next weekend. Yeah. I, it, I, I don't know. But I guess what, what I feel sorry for him because I could tell it really bugs him deep down. It hurts him because he goes back on. And he just makes it worse. He probably just ought to let it go because he tries to respond yeah. to a few people and then they jump on him again and they just annihilate him. And it's really, I, I think, because this is a guy who wants, I, I believe if I'm not mistaken, is because is, he is an important voice in college football. He's probably the preeminent yeah. voice of college football. But I think he lived in Columbus his adult life and left Columbus because he just got tired of the constant, you're not a true Buckeye when he is. And, but he, He's got to do a and then job. He leaves, and he's too much of a Buckeye. To, uh, <laughs> he can't win. Yeah. Is my point. Yeah, I, I don't it's know. Such I a mean, passionate. It, 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 I it would pay pretty... no attention if I were him. My first thing I would do, although maybe you can at that role, maybe they make you be on social media, or that's part of why you can. Yeah, but that just get away from that first. Go to your job. Go home to your family. Just and, a little over. The problem is, his jobs are. Every, I've never seen anybody work like that. Like right. grief. Yeah, is he everywhere. works a lot. Yeah. 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 He's everywhere. Yeah. I, I just I don't understand the Florida State stuff. I mean. He said what he said, but that was two months ago. Oh, it's and we're still it's, it's still, still every there. single day. On yeah, the problem with like, the FSU I've, I've started thing is, just muting people. I really yeah. have because it's like, dude, all right, you said what you said. Well, the yeah. FSU story became the allowed total non-sports nincompoops to be the Pied Piper for a bunch of other people that really don't understand what's going on. And when you have your politicians and your attorney general telling your state that FSU got screwed, yeah, and well, oh, FSU got they don't know anything about anything. Yeah. A lot of them, like yeah. you know, yeah. If you're tried and true and you go to games and you know what the depth chart looks like, we'll talk. Yeah. yeah. But if you just know that this is their record, I mean, it's UCF all over again. Well, I will say I will go to bat for Kirk on this. Like, that is yeah. the most normal man. Just a football fan. Right. That's what – they are all football. You walk into their house and there are – I mean, there's only like one, two kids still playing, but there's – 20 helmets. <laughs> like, and there's like five different nets to throw into, and there's 100 footballs. They, the, all they do is football as yeah, a family. Kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, he just he loves the game. He's a good dude. He's a, just a good, normal guy. So, so he I had, he, his, he had, was it twins who went to Clemson? Yeah. And, and they were just, they were kind of, I don't know, they're, are they still there or are they done? No, I think they're done. Okay. I think they're done. He's got the one at Ohio State still. Uh huh. And he's got Chase, who he's, we work with. That's a guy you work with. He's yeah. a high school quarterback. Yeah, he's a high schooler. He'll, so he has four boys? Yep. Mm-hmm. He'll be a senior next year. Is he uh, D one? Is he D two? Yeah, he's he he's got a chance to play Division one football. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a good player. All right, well, he's good. a really good player. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, I just I I, I don't know. I think Kirk Herbstreit's <laughs> genuinely a pretty good dude. <laughs> and yeah, I listen. Is. I've I've had my you know times where I disagree with him, but I mean it just boy the the well they've made a the game day thing though has made a strong pushback i mean yeah. the addition of and i don't know what people think of or you guys think about it but you had pat kirk and nick saban oh yeah i'm probably watching yeah that's pretty powerful it's entertaining at the yes, worst yes and mcafee has a relationship with saban because he was one of his regulars so saban and you knew this is where he was headed so saban has a lot more personality than yes. belichick 
Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Saban is not. I want you guys. I'm going to cross over here before okay. we let uh, Danny right. go because Danny, you you enjoy Danny uh, to golf, right? Yes, and, uh, I, do. I he love does. golf. Hick and you love to play golf. I do. You guys, uh, tell me. I'm really good. at I it. want you to just just give me an indication <laughs> early here. Is this? Would you consider this a good swing for a pro golfer? That's just hold on. He's got ready to start again. All right. All right. Watch him. Just you know, that's slow motion. Just watch the entirety of that swing, where the clubs and elbows may go, and just tell me he's laying it. Now he's shifting. Oh, he's got a little shift. We got like some, some, yeah, it's some not, weird stuff. Uh, yeah. going. He looked like a baseball player for a lot of that but swing. But he, he holds that hip and stays in sequence. So. Yeah, he does. But that, he gets to the top and he does. That's the dude that shot 57 yesterday. I yeah, I mean, he, he, he sits into that, Is that, that the though. FSU kid? Yes. You know, we, the guy out here, uh, a buddy of ours, you know him. Uh-huh. actually know him. Uh-huh. Uh, hosted that cat when he came in town for, he stayed with him at his house because wow. he's an FSU wait, grad. He, wait, he shot 59? 57. 57? 57? Yeah, lowest yeah. ever. Uh, Corn Ferry. Was it a Corn yeah. Ferry event? It was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yesterday. 57 with that swing. That's now, why I showed it to you. I, I read this and it's I get You dude. guys know this more than We than can me. get that guy on the air anytime. It was, I think it was a 6,400 yards. Does that sound right? I, yeah, I don't care if they played. 5,700 yeah, yards. But right? he shot a 57. You, can, you know what you That's can play? Unreal. You can play 1,800 yards. Mm-hmm. In other words, play 1,800-yard holes and try and shoot 57. Yeah. Oh, try. Yeah. I mean, I, try, try and birdie 14 of 1,800-yard holes. You yeah. can't do it. I yeah. am a decent golfer. At one point, I was close to scratch. This was 20 years ago, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm a decent golfer. If I go to Southampton and I don't play the tips, you've been out there enough. Your driver, pitch and wedge, driver, nine iron into every hole just mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And you still – Don't make a birdie. A, gr- a great right. round right. is Get 80. a couple. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, he shot. He shot a 57, man. It was uh, – he. 159. He had two eagles. 158. No. I'm going to throw 57 on the board. Two eagles, a bunch of birdies, and, and no bogeys, obviously. That's unreal. 57. Yeah. yeah, FSU, just fresh out of FSU. I don't think – I think he's – I thought already he's 30, no? Okay. Well, then maybe he is. I, I just know he's an FSU I could be wrong, grad. though. I could be I wrong. I want to see one of those, like, reels or TikToks where they just show every shot. Just yeah. bam, 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 bam. <clears throat> I mean, was he, like – was he putting well, or was he just right I, on the sticks the whole time? I I wanted, that's what yeah, I want to go see. I didn't see his highlights. There's nothing better than a dude. You shoot 57, you probably are dialed in. Though. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you probably did all of it. I don't think you're – yeah, you probably hit a 20-foot putt somewhere, uh, but most of the time you're probably – And he's probably there. 175 pounds hitting at 340. Stuart Moore Stuart, Stuart Morris, Texas, 6,200 yards at a mile-high eleva- mile elevation. Well, my follow-up is to be, but your tour put him on that course, right? Yeah. I mean, let's don't act like all. But I mean, the PGA Tour said this is a professional golf test. I threw. I just. You know what I, mean? I just. What I. But, but I mean, so I felt like in listening to the story yesterday, they were throwing a little, trying little to bit of asterisks down, just a little well, bit. I, I feel like if he shoots sixty-two, mm-hmm. okay, you can throw that out there. Yeah. Fifty-seven is no, flawless. He, here's the problem I have. I, I was. Just, I wasn't poking fun of Stewart. I mean it. Yeah. If the PGA Tour yeah, that 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 establishes this as a more than legitimate test of golf. It's yeah. the PGA Tour that's putting you there. It's not us deciding, oh, let's go play. Well, when they played it, easiest one in town. Atlantic you know? Beach Country Club. I remember I went out there right. like two days after the tournament, and somebody had just shot like twenty eight under. For yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I go out there and I struggle to shoot one oh two. Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, it, 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 these even the easy courses are. I mean, the conditions are not like you're going out and sticking. <laughs> right Cristobal on the del Solar was his name. We're both correct, Dan. Okay. He's fresh out of FSU at the age of thirty. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 nice, nice. Like the late bloomer down at Miami. Uh, a Stewart with more info. This is good stuff. Okay. Um, it's the secondary course they used too for the event. 
Oh, okay. So it the 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 main course is more full full length, but okay. Did so anybody else? I, it would also. What was the next lowest round? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Is there yeah. like a 59, 261, right. 63? Maybe there is. I don't know. But I was just more amazed. For, that don't look like some Tiger esque golf swing. No, he's got some. That ain't the new Adam him. Scott. He's got some whippy. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of that swing where he's taken back and he's coming through where he seems like oh, he's absolutely. right here. Yeah. Yep. 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 You can see him loading that hip. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, for sure. All right, Denny, we enjoyed it. I know of you're course. pulling for the Niners. Yeah, go Niners. You think the Niners are going to win because you're pulling for them right. and, and you like Brock Purdy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's fair. Yeah. You should. All right, boys, have a good weekend. Thanks, Denny. All right. You know, what color Gatorade is going to be splashed or how many times will they show Taylor Swift? Uh, those are all just haywire guesses. But, Hick, I got seven or eight, like, game-affecting prop bets that I thought we could do here in a uh, All right. in a segment. What, where are we at, E, on the broadcast clock? Is this the 40-something, 40 break we're yes. uh-huh. coming we good. back from? Yeah, we, we good. good. So we take this to 50 and we're good or no? We can. We can take we're it to fine. 50. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know. No one knows, really. FCC just called. What's going on? <laughs> no, we good. Um, it, so, I mean, we're not going to do the spread and the total points, but here are some – I think interesting, like, got more of a football flavor to the prop bet. All right? Mm-hmm. Total points in the fourth quarter. Under 13 and a half. Total points in the fourth quarter? I'd say over because teams get desperate. I think you get 14 points. Easy. Okay. The Chiefs are averaging. Good defenses, though, so that you got to take that into account. That Normally, in my mind, if you ask me, like, what's the over-under for the game? Is it in the 40s? 47 and a half. Yeah. That's a tough one. Let me. Um, let me can I change your mind? Uh, Chiefs, the Chiefs haven't been scoring in this. I know that. Chiefs are averaging three and a half points in the fourth quarter, yeah. fewest in the NFL. They have allowed three points combined in three playoff fourth yeah. quarters. Yeah. Uh, they're 19-1 and one in the fourth quarter under in 20 games this season. Mm-hmm. And the 49ers, Oof, for their boy. part, are allowing only three and a half points in the fourth quarter. That's number one in the league. Mm-hmm. And they've allowed only one fourth quarter touchdown in their two playoff games. Here's so what, maybe under is the play. Here's why. But I'm with you. It I gets get you. Dicey. I don't know. I'm just the reading. numbers tell you to take the under. Here's why I would take the over. It's the Super Bowl. It's desperate. You're down. You throw. You throw one you shouldn't throw. You, at end of the game. You never know. Fumble. Guy picks it up. Runs it in. You get a junker touchdown at the very end. One way or the other. So you only really need. To me, you only need one touchdown and then a junker touchdown, and you got it. Which will be the highest-scoring half, first half or second half? Historically, the second halves are more high-scoring, but the last three, the first half has outscored the second half. I think it'll be the second half. The second also. You're going big on the fourth and the second. I am. All right, Brock Purdy's passing yards. Okay. 246.5. They're so good at this. Both teams' pass defenses ranked in the top five. Yeah. Um, There have been 22 matchups like this in the NFL postseason since 2002, and the average passing yards for the quarterbacks in those games is 217. I was talking to somebody about Christian McCaffrey over under rushing. That's coming up here next. And it's like 90? I think it was 90 and a half on here. And yeah, 90 and a half. And I was like, and the numbers tell you to take the under, but you got a whole game where Christian McCaffrey is one guy who's capable of going 60 on one play, and That's if he true. does, you're going over. Yeah, I would definitely play the over on that. I think I'd also Boy. play the over on Pacheco, although he stayed way under against Baltimore. Yeah. Percy, too. Uh, but well, Percy. Anyway, Purdy, I would probably go. 
I mean, I, I look again. I, he averages like 300 a game. Yeah, man. but you got to trust the defenses yeah, here. And they have the, but I hate playing unders. I guess the thing for me is I hate playing yeah, unders. They're, they're hard and they're, yeah. they're lengthy and they're painful. And, the, and, 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 by the way, for anyone listening, Vegas takes advantage of that. Yeah, of the consumer. Yes. Everyone loves the over. It's yes. the, pu- the public bet is always the favorite in the yes. over. So yes. Yes. don't be afraid. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, 90 and a half. Yeah. But the, and the Chiefs, by the way, near the bottom of the league in just about every run category, man. Yeah. You got to go over, dude. That looks like the best one to me. The Chiefs were 25th in yards per carry. They were 28th in expected uh, points allowed per rush. Um, th- uh, it. The three best running backs they faced of late, Gibbs, Mostert, Cook, all shredded them. I, yeah, it looks like McCaffrey goes over to me. All right. All right, what about this? <laughs> you get great odds on this one, four to one. All right. Chiefs' first drive result. <laughs> drive ends in field goal attempt. Yeah. Gives you four to one odds. Not, not make, just a field goal attempt. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a – doesn't that feel like a good one? Yeah. First drive for the Chiefs. Ends in a field goal attempt, make mm-hmm. or miss, and only because you get four to one. Yeah, I think a fun way to do this, if you were like managing your degenerateness, yeah, like if you were playing some Super Bowl props, find four four to one type odds, hit one of them, and play them. Yeah, right, play four of the four to ones, and if you hit two, you win four to, four times your money, and if you just get one, you break even. Huh? <laughs> break even is no good for you. You would have taken break even in the five pack this year. Oh, um, Chiefs sacks. Two and a half. The uh, best pass rushing unit in the league, yeah. according to the uh, analytics. I mean, I would, I would probably take the over. Uh, the 49ers offensive line, 25th by Pro Football Focused in protecting the quarterback. Screams over. One of the o- Chiefs guys towards ACL, though the uh, the guy that had the long oh yeah last name, but yeah. still got Chris Jones. Yeah, Carloftis. He's a good one. Two and a half sacks, though. So, yeah, I like the over there, too. Um, this seems like an easy one. Okay. No, but you got to – you almost got you got to pay two to one to make the bet. In other words, you're not getting returned mm-hmm. two to one. Mm-hmm. You're one to two. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. will either team score in the final three and a half minutes? I would say yes. Yeah, so would I. Mm-hmm. Although, if, if all it takes is one team of the league, a little drive, mm-hmm. use the timeout and run mm-hmm. that clock out, you'll be driving yourself uh, crazy thinking. Oh, there's just some of, like, the more – I listen. I expect a twenty-four, twenty-three type game. You know, I really do, and it's, and that's why if the Chiefs are two and a half point underdogs and they got Patrick Mahomes, you know, the degenerate in me screams, play the Chiefs. Um, the Swifty fans are desperate right now, desperately tracking whether or not she will be Is able to coming? make it. Do we Tokyo not know if she's coming yet? Um, uh, but the fans have done the math. They said she could make it. She can make it. You know, again after the Grammys the other day and. Not even mentioning her true love after my guy, Harder, sends beating hearts to yeah. her every time he makes a catch. Yeah. I mean, she could have wore, like, a Chiefs dress at the Grammys. Washington Post has a big cover article today. About Swifty? Taylor and Travis. Oh, Everything you're dying to know. Oh, goodness gracious. Hmm. Anything you're dying to know, anyway? Or? What do you got? On the Monday after Thanksgiving, Kansas <laughs> City star Travis Kelsey made a quick stop at his local Trader Joe's and bought cookie butter ice cream. Uh-huh. A few months earlier, hardly anyone would have cared, but because Kelsey's dating Taylor Swift, the grocery store sparked a viral video of him in the checkout line, a slew of news stories. And, oh, good Yeah, gracious. I'm going to take a pass. Well, hey, right. You know what? What he said, though. Queen wanted ice cream, and King was right on it. Is that what he said? Yeah. That's a quote. He I don't threw know something out yesterday about 
I mean, I, again. No, I, he did not say that, by the way. Oh, That's okay. Just, God bless him. Uh, uh, He's in for heartbreak, dude. He threw something out yesterday. Why do you think the late this is a lady reporter? So he was like, he goes, "Oh, listen, I know I'm going to have to ask you about Taylor." And you know, why do you think everyone is so fascinated? I think it's because of our values. I'm sorry, <laughs> what money? <laughs> the money values? That what? what he means? Values? Yeah. Pfizer on line one, Trav. I mean, what are we talking about here? I mean, come on, yeah. Trav. Yeah, that's yeah, that's silly. It's not. It is not. It's your celebrity and your you know animal urges. Come on, your values. You've known her for ten seconds. Yeah. Her values. What do you mean? The value of like forty-one boyfriends in twelve years? What are we doing? No, we got a great. Has she seen your? I, just, I will say this. I have a question for. Hey, Travis. Yeah, just in the back. I'll take it off the air. Has she seen your reality show? Yeah. I. I we got a great. Album coming out in three, four years, though, from Tay-Tay about the Travis deal. What was – there was a punchline to that. Oh. No, I heard it the other day. What All was right. it? Golly. What did I – I saw that. No it question, is, man. God, what was the line, though? I can't remember. Let's uh, step aside for a break. Come back. Right. Puck Talk. The yeah. Red Hot, Jacksonville Iceman. I like that. Nick Luco going to join us. We'll get you set up for their weekend that will be. Mm-hmm. And then we'll uh, turn the corner here into the 9 o'clock hour. We are live this morning at Lifetime Enclosures, kind of our home studio away from our home studio. They've got an open house set up this weekend. Listen, I had Lifetime Flooring uh, come in. Mrs. P did, actually, but I was along for the ride. What an awesome job they did. And we've had a lot of home improvement projects of late, a lot of all of the different, and most of them have done a great job. Bottom line, Top shelf, best job we had done were the fine crew here at Lifetime Flooring. So whether it's flooring or enclosures, come experience the happy hour tomorrow, 10 to 3, food and prizes and fun and all kinds of good stuff at Lifetime Enclosures just south of Bay Meadows Road on Phillips Highway. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. They're charging, Dan. Oh. They're charging. Luco doesn't, like, Luco. Luco's going to be... Luke's going to coach in the NHL one day, isn't he? Yeah. He is, isn't but he? he? He'll, bo- never, he'll never he bothers, this, He bothers me a little bit. What do you mean? Let's bring him in then. Bring him in. Let him answer for I'm himself. ask some tough questions today, Luco. Uh, What's going on, guys? How, how are you doing? doing? Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, I mean, you've only won like 10 out of 11, but Dan Hicken wants to put you like, yeah, uh, on the hot seat. Uh, Luco, listen, we're playing great <laughs> hockey, and you, I need to hear a little more a little more from you. know, you're playing this Coach Belichick nonsense with us, all right? <laughs> I mean, I'm, we, we, hell yeah, we're playing good, boys. We got this thing rolling hey, right boys. now. Sorry, boys. Um, uh, yeah, congrats. But, yeah, tell me a little bit. I mean, you guys have won, I think, six in a row, nine out of ten, something along those lines, but playing some really good hockey right now. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it is uh, started doing these interviews on Fridays, and then the guys got hot. So <laughs> See? We, that's what I'm talking about. I think that's about. when we started to uh, start winning some uh-huh. more games here. But, no, I mean, the confidence is really high right now. It's, you know, I, I said it early know last month when we talked about it like we're right there and to see it kind of come to fruition here over the last couple of weeks here it's been fun to watch as a coach just seeing the guys uh you know get rewarded for all the hard hard work now tell me about the goaltending uh the, the vernon kid he's been he's been uh what are you doing what, what do you mean? His dad won me my whole league Stanley Cup title oh. in my life. Oh, okay. Well, tell Mike me. Vernon in the Nets back in 86, I think. I think. I think I read somewhere right. or heard somewhere or the birdies told me that our Vernon, the kid, Kid Vernon is like the top. He'd be your Vezina Trophy winner in yeah. in the in the East Coast Hockey League. He's got the best about, goals against average, about two and a quarter a game, he, I think. Dave. Uh, uh, uh. Is that yeah, correct? He's been a, <clears throat> yeah, he's been a stud for us all year. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, coming from a great pedigree, his dad's a Hall of Famer. So, um, just need to 
need him to play a little bit like his dad, and, and we're laughing. So um, he's been playing really <laughs> well for us. Good kid, good kid, works hard. Um, yeah, and he's gonna be he's gonna be big for us down the stretch. Well, and you listen. I don't care what sport you're playing. We can pull up any sport when you're scoring a lot mm-hmm. and you're not letting the other guys score much. You have <laughs> runs like you're on right now, thirty three ten. I think in the last six games, um, you, you know we got it going on. Both We're sides, annihilating but, right now the competition. We are. We're, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we've, we've been good defensively all year. Offensively, we, we struggled a little bit early on, but I think we just kind of simplified, started putting more pucks at the net and kind of creating those second and third chance opportunities. So um, it's Luco, good to see the forwards start to cash in. Luco, have you ever said about your goalie, he's standing on his head right now? <laughs> what are you doing? Have yeah. you ever used that term? Is <laughs> that a fair a term? Times. You have. Do, do you ever scream, baby? Do you ever scream to your guys while they skate down ice? Put the biscuit in the basket. Tickle the twine. <laughs> Visit the red light yeah. district. Light the lamp. <laughs> yeah, with a couple of curse words in there too. Out of boy. All right. Um, I, I, I believe you're Orlando tonight, and then home tomorrow. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, yeah. We're on the road tonight, back home tomorrow. So, um, little home and home. Three games against these guys this week. Got a big opportunity to kind of. Create some separation in the standing. I hate I hate the Solar Bears. We beat the hell out of them one year, four to yeah. one. Let's yeah. go go take care of them uh, tonight. And uh, also, and the Icemen continue to smash the league in another category, and that's attendance. So yes. y'all, uh, another opportunity tomorrow night, Saturday night, should yes. be a big weekend. You got a really really good hockey team. And it's a lot of fun down at the arena. Keep it rolling, Luco. Coach, appreciate. It. We'll All talk right. to you next Friday. That's our boy, Thanks, Nick guys. Luco. Talk to you next yeah, week. you betcha. Now, uh, Dan, E.T. somehow mm-hmm. – well, not somehow. He was a very valuable part of, of the Jacksonville Sharks title last year, and he got a ring last week while you were off. They came in, they gave him a ring. It was very nice. Got a championship I heard that. ring. I'm just thinking, I mean, pretty clear the precedent has been set right there by Nick Luco. He basically said, you guys have made us winners. <laughs> expecting a ring? So, if they win, I'm just Kelly wondering – Kelly Cup. Yeah, do we, get a, do we get a ring if they win the Kelly I mean – it was unprompted. He said, he "I said. started doing this with you on Fridays, and we're a different hockey squad." Okay, well, remind me, and next week I'll I'll ask him okay. straight up. Yeah, because we're not afraid to get you to commit to something that you think is outlandish, and then suddenly you're held to it. Ask Tony Baselli in his Hall of Fame speech. Dreamfinders Homes is the official home builder of the PGA Tour Gators and Jacksonville Jaguars. The only local company to be an official marketing partner of the PGA Tour, official home builder of the PGA Tour. Everywhere you want to be. DreamFinders is there, 20-plus Jacksonville communities in the best locations. As we get ready for the Super Bowl, we've heard from Trevor Lawrence this week. We've talked about our Jacksonville Jaguars and the pieces of the puzzle, the plan, which they are putting together. Um, what, what are the priorities for you when you think about the Jaguars this offseason? Like, what, what do we need done immediately? Well... <laughs> That's a good, you know, I, I don't think we can do anything immediately. I mean, first and foremost, Josh, Josh Allen needs to be addressed, right? right because yeah. then you can kind of set what you've got available financially. I don't want to go enter free agent, pick up some piecemeals, and now suddenly I've whittled away from the nucleus Although of what needs to go to Josh Allen. it feels like that Josh Allen will be franchised. And then they'll work it out at a later date. But I obviously, ho- they have to keep the money available for him. Look, there's, there was there was plenty. an insinuation mm-hmm. preseason. Let's don't forget that Josh Allen was a little miffed with the team. Is that fair? He didn't show up for one of the. That's not that's not like him. He he worked out on his own. Yeah, I, I, I don't mean to 
to state something that wasn't well, if factual. If you franchise tag Josh Allen, you won't see him till. Well, but comes. my point is, and then he responded with his best year. So I'm not, I'm not going to get worried if they franchise and there's right. disconnect. The league, the players, they know the franchise tag's there for a reason. Most of them, if they're under the tag, they still come out and try and earn it for the next year. Yes, but for the good of the of the team and your financial, you know, picture moving forward. Mm-hmm. You'd like to have it done and know what it is, and that way you can, like, restructure as you go along. That's what happens with these big deals. So yeah. I think Josh Allen is number one. I think you make a decision on, on Calvin Ridley, and you let him know. I thought Trevor kind of made it easy for him this year. For who? For the team. What do you mean? The franchise. He said, I'm not worried about the contract, whether it's this year. You know, it, it doesn't yeah. have – in other words – So he can read a room better he, than a defense. Yeah, he could have said – he could have said, hey, man, you know, yeah, I'd like to get that done now. You know, he could have said yeah, that. Yeah, he didn't. That'd be yeah, that'd be ill times. I'm well, glad that he didn't. I well, wouldn't expect it. But he could have said it. Yeah, he could have. He could have put a little pressure on yeah. them, and he didn't. Yeah. So yeah. I thought, in that respect, that tells me, all right, we'll get to you next year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I think I think that that's why I said, I, I look, if Trevor had thrown 35 touchdowns and six picks, and they'd have gone to the AFC Championship game, we might have a different conversation. But yeah. he, he knows. I will say this about the dude. He's a count. He knows. Yeah, he knows. He doesn't go home and pretend like if this guy done that and that guy done right. this and this. He goes home and looks at well, how the game could have been different just on him. Never mind other things could have played into it. I think the camp probably does that part of it, his camp. But yeah. he knows. And, yeah, yeah. and he's been – listen, like I said, off the field, that guy is A+. Plus. We just need him to be yeah, know, A+. Yeah, and, plus and, and the by field. the way, because the expectation the, – the, the, Expected bar is so high. Mm-hmm. He's been far from C minus as a pro quarterback for the Jags. Right, far from that. Right, he's been a B. Right, we need an A plus. I think he can get there. He has A plus moments. Uh, PFF yesterday uh, threw a couple names out on the offensive line. Uh, I believe one of them is uh, a Lions guard uh, who was playing some center. Uh, is it Glasnow? I believe is his name. And then I saw I think Frank Glasnow is a good player. I think uh, he's a very good player. Right? Yeah, I don't think it's Frank. Oh, okay, but. I think it's Frank Ragnow. Oh, okay, that's a, that's a, there we go. He's no. lying, no? Yes. Okay, you confused me. That's what I heard you no. say. What did you say? I said Glasgow. Oh, Glasgow. Gla- I mean, Glasgow, I've, Ragnow, yeah, I don't know. Let me get his name. can't do that Let me, me get his name. Yeah. But anyway, he's uh, – It's uh, Tyler Glasgow. And there was another dude uh, as well, but two guys that PFF said would be – might be interested in – Well, here's the deal with a the guard. Then how much is Ezra Cleveland calling me? It costed me because I traded for him. Yeah. You know, if I'm giving up draft picks. Graham for, Glasgow. Okay. If I'm giving up. 904. Thank you. If I, Dan, if I'm giving up a draft pick for a dude, it's got to be my intention that he's good enough to keep. Did they really think Ezra Cleveland was going to get him a Super Bowl this year? What did they trade for him? Do you remember? No. Was it a six-rounder maybe or what was it? it was something like that. It wasn't a ton, right? Because he's going to be a free agent. Well, I know this. The Lions had one of the best dadgum offensive yeah, lines Yeah, in the yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Again, I don't – that's why you got to do Josh Allen, and then we can worry about what the, – the O-line needs to be better. Are you going to get better with rookies? Probably not. I'm The most distressing thing that I've heard all offseason, and, and, and I'm going by what other people who are in the know tell me in addition to kind of what we see, but it's like the tripling down on Fortner by the whole yeah, that's franchise ridiculous. down there. I can't – I, can't, I, I that hope that's a lie. Me. But they both did it. They like – Peterson and Balky, they're just like – Double and tripling down on Fortner being – I mean, what are y'all watching, dude? I uh, just – I hope it's one of those, hey, what do you want me to say? He's on my team, but don't worry. Who said we he's know. part of the foundation? Wasn't it Doug? Yeah, but in fairness, I think that 
out of context, he was talking more about the overall draft class mm-hmm. or the young guys, but it was the, the question was definitely framed around a question about Fortner. I think we better have two, at least two new faces on that offensive Oh, gosh, line yeah, season. 100%. I mean, I think we absolutely have to have at least two new faces. Again, depending on what you do with the tackles, whether you let Cam go, move Anton, put Walker at right, leave Anton at right, put Walker. I, I heard uh, 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 Jaguars today – had a guy on yesterday who was talking about drafting another offensive tackle in the first. There's some good the tackles. Pick. There's a lot of good tackles. Yeah, that's all. That, that, that might be more. Hit, then, then he, but again, to me, it's just with so many holes to fit. I mean, my first thing is I'm trying to restructure with Cam. And I'm not saying Cam is a must-have. He's not. He's a good player. He's not a great player, but he's a nasty player. And we got a bunch of not nasty He's players. a good pass protector, too. So, so I'm like, I'm cool with Cam, all right? So, and again, I'll say, Cam, you don't play every – I mean, you get hurt every year. It's unfortunate. You got susp- I mean, there's certain things. If you don't agree to this, then we're going to have to cut you. I think they would probably lean more to- – I don't think they're going to – I don't think he's coming back under the salary cap number that he I will say this. Has. I'm cool, honestly. I'm okay with Harrison, mm-hmm. Cam, and Little, and if every other offensive lineman on the roster was gone and replaced, I'd be fine. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. That's the only three that I – and I'm not over the moon for them. Right. But to me, those are the only three. The rest of them can all go. Every – Shatley and Sheriff and Fortner and Wells, and just they can all go. Oh, wow. Just give me, give me seven more different mm-hmm. ones. All right, for a limited time on select move-in ready homes, DreamFinders Homes is offering an amazing 3.99% interest rate in year one of your mortgage. Go to DreamFindersHomes.com for more details. Let's get nasty in the 9 o'clock here. Oh, no. Lifetime enclosures when we return. It's a GFL Friday. That's green for life. The drill from the studios at Republic Services. We'll handle it from here. Slow your scroll. Calm down. Sit down. Follow 1010XL on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by searching 1010XL. Mia here for my friends at Arlington Toyota. No payments for 90 days and just $500 down can get you behind the wheel of a brand new Toyota. And with the help of Arlington's pre-approval program, that new Toyota will be sitting in your driveway sooner than you think. Plus, every new Toyota purchase comes with peace of mind of Arlington's lifetime warranty. That's unlimited time and miles. Shop in person, 10939 Atlantic Boulevard and online anytime at arlingstoyota.com. Denny Thompson here. Tackle burglars and protect your turf. Give yourself peace of mind catching everything around your home with Tyson Sound and Security's cutting-edge surveillance cameras. For safety and convenience, Tyson has you covered for all home cameras and security systems. I'm talking HD recording, night vision, and remote alerts all from your phone or computer. Call Tyson Sound and Security right now at 904-762-1000. Tyson Sound and Security. Security and automation experts. Hey, folks, it can hear with the Zero Res as the temps outside are warming up. So a Zero Res, man. Right now, it's the hottest price of the year. Three rooms of carpet cleaned for only $147. And the fourth room is free. That's right. The fourth room, it's on me. Google Zero Res and see what people are saying. Zero Res has more than 6,000 five-star reviews. Remember, February, the hottest price of the year for Zero Res. Three rooms of carpet cleaned for $147. And the fourth room is free. Zero Res, man. You spell it forward, zero res, you spell it backwards, baby. It's the right way to clean. Calling all fun-loving citizens of Northeast Florida. Freedom Boat Club needs your help. Lisa the Botanista has gone... 
It's 9.13 and it's 55 degrees. Time and temp brought to you by Bueller Air Conditioning. Stay cooler with Bueller. 1010XL is presented by Farrah & Farrah, exclusive injury law firm of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Protecting you and your family. Call 396-5555. Jacksonville. This is your Duval Minute. Brought to you by Lift Power, your turnkey solution for all warehouse needs. Snubbed. That's how I look at it for Freddie T. I thought he should have got into the Hall of Fame, but I've been saying that for a long time now. Listen, the numbers don't lie. We brought up another statistic today. He's seventh all-time in 100-yard games. That's just another. I can throw out the Barry Sanders, Jim Brown yards per carry average. I can do anything I want, but the bottom line is this. He got into the room this year, and hopefully in the next couple years he breaks through. But you never know in the National Football League with the Pro Football Hall of Famers, and that's why you sit here and scratch your head over Freddie T not getting into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And that's your Duval Minutes brought to you by Lift Power. Lift Power does it all. They've been providing the Southeast with all its material handling leads for more than 50 years from right here in Jacksonville, FLA. Lift trucks, warehouse design, docks and doors, a total warehouse design, service support, fleet management, and more. You name it, Lift Power does it. Learn more at liftpower.com. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Gookin Nation. It's another hour with Duval's Big Dogs of Sports Media. Dan Hicken. Yes. Jeff Prosser. Blah, blah, freaking blah. And E to the T. E T is the GOAT producer. Back here uh, on the drill. We're live at Lifetime Enclosures. They got an open house this weekend. Stop by and see them. All kinds of fun and festivities and food and prizes. They're just south of Bay Meadows Road on Phillips Highway. If you're going south, it'll be uh, on your right. So real easy um, uh, to hit. I'm going to start this segment off. I'm kind of feeding off your Duval Minute while we're disappointed in Fred. And he has the stats that command Hall of Fame entry. I'm going to instead turn my attention to what I will call the pest of the day. It's not this person. It's not his fault. It's just this swing that we've had in mentality of legacy. And I got a big problem. The pest of the day brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Locally and veteran owned. You can count on those dudes over there at um, and to get the very best. Go to Mission Pest Solutions.com. Set your appointment. Get on track. They're going to give you 25% off right now when you mention uh, 1010XL, but I, I just, I've had it, man. I've had it with d- voters defining legacies for everyone else. And, I, you know, and again, this is no indictment on Devin Hester. Devin Hester should not be in any Hall of Fame. Just shouldn't. I, just not a Hall of Famer. And you get 20 touchdown, um, 20 touch, you know, return touchdowns. That's great. You're a return guy, man. You're, mm-hmm. You got 20 return touchdowns because you're not good enough to go play with the 22 every week. How are you a Hall of Famer if you're not a starter? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, and he, I know he flashes a starter here or there a couple different times, but he's not a starter. So I just don't, I just don't understand. And again, the the the, the return uh, touchdown number is, and I'm not sh- okay. Return se- yeah, 17 there. It's 17, by the way. It's not 20. Yeah, I thought it was 17. Yeah, also. 17 is worse. So, and I just think he's so overrated. I think he's the most, now in the Hall of Fame, the most overrated player in the history of football to me is Devin Hester, who was in the Hall of Fame with 250 catches and 3,000 yards. Yeah, I don't Because yeah. he has 17 uh, uh, returns. I'm not going to argue. I, I mean, Antonio Gates did not get in. 
Correct. Wow. Fred Taylor didn't get it. Tell me anybody ever involved in the sport of football that if you offered him Devin Hester or Fred Taylor would take Devin Hester. Right. So maybe it's me and just the way I'm thinking about it is wrong. And the Hall of Fame is not about the X amount of best players in the history of pro football. But we are going to put the best in at certain specialized positions, I guess. What's next? Long snapper? I don't know. I don't a think holder? we have any long snappers in there. But, like, you could go back to, like, I think Jan Stenerud is a Hall of Famer. He wouldn't come close to being a Hall of Famer in today's NFL. And, and no punter should ever be in, including Ray Guy, who the 20th punter this year had a higher average than Ray and Guy And next ever year had. they'll discuss another one of your guys because I think Vinatieri's Vinatieri. And I'm okay. I, the kickers to me are the most – but they got to be clutch. Like, Vinatieri and Tucker are the only two I put in from all this time. Yeah. I, uh, you know, there's been a lot of great kickers, a lot of great seasons. Mm-hmm. But Vinatieri hit all those just, like – Title winners, dude, and the, oh, yeah. the snow, the 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 tuck rule game. Do you have Eric? Anybody have? Can somebody pull up Eric Metcalf Jr. for me? What do you want to know? How many return touchdowns did he have? I know him as a Falcon and a Brown, but I bet he had six to ten, didn't he? I know he had a game with Atlanta where he had two in, is, the, in uh, the same game. How many? How many kick return? Well, yeah, don't it twenty four hundred rushing yards, five hundred forty one catches for fifty five hundred yards. Okay, thirty four hundred. Punt return yards, fifth best in history, 5,800 yards returning kicks as well. So, Well, okay, look here. go back to those numbers. Twice as many receptions, 2,000 more yards, and more yeah. touchdowns as a receiver than Hester. Yeah. Okay, significant. And I bring this up because no one would ever in a million years put Metcalf Jr. in the Hall of Fame. Ever, 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 ever. Mm-hmm. Twice as productive and explosive as a receiver. And like I said, I got 17 return touchdowns here for, for, for Devin Hester. I'm going to guess that Metcalf had about 10. He had 10 punt returns for touchdowns okay. and, and two kick returns. He's got 12. Yeah. The difference between Devin Hester and Eric Metcalf Jr. is very minimal. They put this dude in the hall. When did Hester become the poster child for, yeah. like, Specialty positions, it's bizarre. So, yeah, I, I, I didn't look that up before. I'm going to say, based on twice as many catches and 2,000 more yards, that Eric Metcalf Jr. was a better pro than Devin Hester. Yeah. And, and by the way, you know what a lot of people in the audience are saying right now? Do you know what they're asking right now? What are they asking? Who's Eric Metcalf Jr.? Yeah. Fair? Yeah. That's the pest of the day. Brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Not a pest company. No, no, not a pest service. Pest solutions. You get it at Mission Pest. Yeah, it's uh, it's, you know, it's a tough one, right. man. It's I, I get it, and man. I feel bad. I'm not, Devin has a great, great player for what that special role, but we don't put guys in the Hall of Fame for 250 catches because they had 17 return touchdowns. When. Lots of guys had 10 or 12. I just, anyway. I think it would be interesting to hear from the voters of why they chose Devin Hester. Who was, was Brian Mitchell? Mm-hmm. He's not in the hall, is he? Who's the better special teams player in his career? I mean, special teams ultimately. And Mitchell probably had double-digit returns. Why Hester has gotten this, this, this Mount Rushmore status is, just blows my mind. Yeah. By the way, maybe the 20 would include postseason. I know he definitely had one in the Super Bowl. Maybe, maybe. Could it be twenty if you include postseason? Maybe I don't. I, yeah, I mean, you know, again, it's just it's not good enough. It's like you know, it, to me, it's a lot. It, it 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 for me and my sports sensibilities, it's like making a relief pitcher the first unanimous first ballot Hall of Famer. That is so stupid that it's you know indes- indescribable, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at least to me. So um, that's fair. Now listen, Miles Garrett won. Miles Garrett, you want to, you know, you talk about awards and guys getting. Miles Garrett 
won the Defensive Player of the Year award. Go back and look at T.J. Watt. This guy should have multiple awards. He lost out to guys like Stephon Gilmore when he had he's, – he, he lost out to Aaron Donald the year. He had much better stats than Aaron Donald, and this year he had much better stats than – I mean, he literally could have three or four of them. He's only won one of them. He's kind of gotten screwed, quite frankly. Why do um, you think? I don't know. Because he's a popular player. Yeah, he's well-known. Know. He plays hard. He, his brother got all kinds of love. I know. Is, he, is it because is – it, is it a little brother thing happening? I don't know, but I got to tell you, man, you go back and look at T.J. Watt. I read, I read this the other day. T.J. Watt's got robbed. I mean, robbed out of some, uh, some situation. So it's been interesting to me how that works. So, What about your thoughts on two former Atlanta Falcons going into the hall last night? It's a pretty special day for Atlanta Falcons football. You know, Who Devin Hester, they? Dwight Freeney, and the combined about 12 games we got out of those two jokers. Yeah, right at the end of their careers. Yeah, Hester probably played a couple years with Atlanta. Yeah, he played two. Um, three return touchdowns in uh, 2014. I don't even remember Dwight Freeney with the Falcons. He came in at the very end. He may have been on the Super Bowl team. As a matter of fact, I think he was. I think he was on the Super Bowl team, the one that lost a 25-point second athlete thanks to Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, you better run the football this time. That dodo. Somebody said yesterday he's a quarterback whisperer, and I, I responded, yeah, you better whisper in some running plays this go-around. <laughs> you saying, know, that was good. Uh, that Christian McCaffrey over under 90 better hit over, Kyle. What is the uh, uh, greatest Super Bowl play of all time? In my mind, there's one that stands out. but One more than uh, David yeah, Tyrese? Yeah, it's actually not. That's not the one I would no? pick. Okay. No. Okay. I think the greatest Super Bowl play that I've ever seen. All right, I'd have to think about a few because there's some that crop into my mind from the old days. I, yeah, I'm going to yeah. stand by one yeah. that, that wouldn't win. Okay. But to me, and it's based in part on the impact, the age I was, the mm-hmm. teams that were involved, mm-hmm. the greatest Super Bowl play to me as I watched it live as about a you know 9 or 10-year-old was about a 50-yard pass from Bradshaw to Lynn Swan. It was a beautiful play. Where Swan went up like over the defender's back, yeah. tapped the ball up in the air, stretched out, and, and caught the ball. I think that the Edelman on his head yeah. against the Falcons. Yeah. I, I think yeah. of the Tyree that he said. The Tyree catch, to be honest with you, when it came to both guys um, executing, mm-hmm. the, the pass to Mario Manningham the second time they beat him in the Super that Bowl. That was a great catch. Where, where – where Eli just dropped one, I mean, and that may have even been a fourth down play. This game doesn't get that. All right, let me name a few other ones, and the I'll Hest- get to the Hester one I'm kickoff return? The opening no. kick? Man, Hell this, no. This guy, you, want to, you know what, by the way? You, you want, to, why, you Devin want Hester, to get people mad? Here's why Devin Hester's in the hall. Because E would have voted for him as a voter. E, and, again, that's your I would have. Yeah, that's your prerogative, prerogative as, a, as a football guy. I don't know if it's, if it's a generation in old school, but huh. I ain't putting kick returners in the hall unless they can do something else for me. Here's a couple other ones that I would say. Mike Jones' game-saving tackle was a great yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of them is super, Malcolm Butler's interception. It's a big play. Heck of a play. Yeah, you know, from a negative, I, I can. I remember Jackie Smith's drop. Yeah. For the Cowboys, they they would have beaten the Steelers finally, and he dropped one in the end zone. This guy's a Hall of Fame tight end. What about the uh, James Harrison pick six? That's the one I was referring to. hundred really? yards. Yeah. hundred yards. Oh, James Harrison. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a big one. Steelers Cardinals. It's a fourteen point play. Yeah. Oh, there's also gosh. another. By the way, in that game, that was some Madden. would argue that Santonio Holmes. That's what catch. I mean. I was yeah. going to say that, that may catch. not be the best play in that game. Very underrated Super Bowl. It was a great game too. Back yeah. and forth down the field. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald had an unbelievable night. It's odd that that game is not that well remembered in terms of being – it was a great best game. But I guess it's because it was what Arizona. Did, what did you ask 
how did you phrase greatest it? Super Bowl player? Greatest, like greatest and most memorable might yeah. be two different things. Might be because the Harrison is. Boy, was boy, end of the half. I, if, he does, I know. if he gets tackled at the two, I know. the half is over. I know. He found a way to get into the end zone. It's an unbelievable play. In fact, I think it's the greatest Super they, Bowl play I've ever seen. One of the 30 for 30s or one of the things I've seen him like take 10 minutes on just the play. Yeah. And this happened and that happened. And then this I guy mean, was gone. One of the guys was going to catch him and he got like knocked off oh, course by his own guy. Unbelievable. Fitz. Yeah, I think it was Fitzgerald. He was chasing yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he got, I mean, the guy just, okay. So like he, it's the end of the half. He makes the pick good enough. At the goal line. At the goal line. He starts chug-a-lugging. He's not the fastest guy in the world. He's breaking t- guys. He goes 100 yards and makes a 14-point swing. It's seven there and seven out there. Yeah. It's hard to argue that. I yeah. think that was Madden's last Super Bowl. Was it? I think so. Okay. That's a big one. You, you could certainly go through your – because, like, Tyree, great play. Uh, man, great play. Edelman, great play. Julio Jones' catch, if they had won, would have been one of the greatest catches, maybe the that greatest catch, catch ever. That crazy, yeah. That was crazy. But it's also the circumstances around it. Again, the thing that struck me is if I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying if Harrison gets tackled at the one, they the may two, not win. the three, the, the half is over. Yeah, he it has def- to score. It was definitely the last play. Yeah. The only thing about a play like that, most of the plays we just mentioned. End they, of the game? They're into the game yeah. or fourth yeah. quarter. Yeah. You know, when it happens at the end of the half, who knows how the dynamics yeah. of the second half play out. Yeah. But to your point, that is a fantastic play. Oof. You're right. That's because I said, is it like greatest, be- play. greatest or most memorable? Yeah. But that one is kind of both. Yeah. But I think it falls more greatest than most more, most memorable because it was not most memorable to me. You Now, you guys tell me. I'm like, oh, heck yeah. All right. I'm all in on that play. Right. That play is as good as any play ever. But it wasn't memorable enough that it came right to my right, right to my memory. That's so what uh, I love about the Super Bowl, though. Everything is just exaggerated by 10. Yeah. It's so big. It, it, I, it's funny. You know, you came in, and we've gone in through all of the reasons why Kansas mm-hmm. City should be the, you know, the pick to win the game. And I, you know, officially on record, and we picked it for this, this you know, mm-hmm. platform and this social media. And this. I, I've said the Chiefs every time. I think I went Chiefs 27-17 yesterday. But the closer we get to the game day and the more, I start to lean back into those Niners a little bit. Yeah. I'll tell you why. It's the chip factor. There's a lot of times in Super Bowl history where that chip on the shoulder carried a lot more – meaning than it did at other times. The Giants took a big old chip into that game against the Patriots, didn't they? Mm-hmm. The You know who else took a big chip in? Peyton Manning and the Broncos scoring 50 a game like it's a video game. The Seahawks and the Boom took a little chip into that game. And I just feel like like when Shanahan said, we got to reset, that's kind of like a little – I just think the Niners have – they're the ones with the chip. Mm-hmm. The, the Chiefs are the one with one of their stars giving heart emojis to the press box, bro. Yeah. So there might yeah. be just a little bit of blue-collar chip. You know, Purdy's got the chip of the game manager. Um, but see, the Chiefs are a dynasty, and they've been provided a chip because no one believed in them the whole year. I think that's gone now, though. And that, and, and that Although offense, they're, they're – well, they are a an underdog. Yeah. They're an underdog. Chip's there for them, too. I guess it is. I feel Chip like for the ship, baby. I think it's more chippy for, for the Niners, but mm. to your point, that's fair. All right. Um, it's, Let's take it's, a break and get chippy. So, GFL Friday, do we want we can either we can either trend or we can give advice. Uh, the, it's overflowing. There are some saying we should do an advice podcast. We're not doing it. No. Uh, we're going to try and help those here in, in our area with some wacky situations when and where we can. I don't even know if we're going to do that today. The mailbag may be back at the station. 
or we can do New York City headlines. We're going to do something fun because that's what we do here on the Super Friday on The Drill. All right, back at Lifetime Enclosures. Come on out and see the boys this weekend. They'll be rocking and rolling here. Open house 10 to 3 tomorrow. And uh, food and fun and prizes. They got some great specials going on. I, we got, you know, two generations of serving the Prosser family. I my parents did the enclosure. Yeah. And they had done some more stuff since then. And I got the flooring put in, I don't know, maybe a month ago. And we absolutely love it. Just, oh, that's great. You know, we had a house. Gives you such a new house feel, man. Our house is probably like late 90s. And we had gotten carpet when we moved in, which is, gosh, I can't believe 15 years we've been in the house. And just gets to a point you want to switch it up. Kids are gone. And, yep. and so, yeah, we went to, to the flooring in, you know, about half the house and, Terrific. We love it. Yeah. It's like getting a new place, you know. Yeah, it when is. You, when you renovate it's a little great. bit. It's All great. right, let's see what's training before we put a wrap on it. It is brought to you by Pet Paradise. Uh, buddy, you want to talk about the best. Pet Paradise, airport location. All right. If you're going out of town, you need out of town boarding, or, you know, long term boarding, they're open 24 7, right? So if you got a 4 30 flight or and you think they can't, you know, adjust, well, they won't have to adjust. They'll be open and ready for you. But locations, eight or nine, all over the area. They're all over the southeast with more than 60 now, from Texas down to South Florida. And it's just the very best in, in pet spa uh, treatment. And you can trust me on that. We'll go to PetParadise.com. Number e. five. Boy, would I love to be up in a suite at the, uh, the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Oh, man. Somebody. Yeah, that, that sounds like you. Oh, man, but Floyd Mayweather, he recently dropped some straight Ooh. cash homie on the suite. Yeah, he did. One point over one, a million? 1.1 million. <laughs> I mean, if you got it, it'd be a fun way to spend it. Absolutely. If you got it, right? I mean, I I guess Floyd, it's for real. He's just, I, I, here's what I pictured happening with Floydy. I thought Floyd by now would be fighting, you know, like, like bears at state fairs because he's absolutely <laughs> broke because right? he's so irresponsible. <laughs> right, irresponsible with his money. I mean, I don't think you can be putting up my million-dollar bet here and this there, and it dries up. Nah, he got it for real. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's invested it yeah, he's smartly. Invested like, right. Yeah, good for him. Number four. Um, gentlemen, y'all know who's performing at halftime, right? Usher. Yeah. Oh, okay. OMW, you know any Usher songs? Give me yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, That's it right there. Uh, <laughs> you said yeah, one. Yeah. 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 Uh, ironically enough, people don't know that they don't get paid for performing at yeah. halftime. It's it's yeah. more so for pub for them. And yeah. he actually, that, By the way, shame on all you got. Shame on every one of you performers. Those, those greedy so-and-so billionaires, they got you trotting out there for free. Here's, that would, listen to me. That would make sense if they were showing somebody I never heard of. But uh-huh, let me tell you uh-huh. who does not need the Super Bowl promotion. Usher. Yeah. <laughs> he okay, does. or whoever that usually plays. Uh, he recently announced his past president future his past president future tour dates ahead of the Super Bowl. So I guess you know, uh, I see what happened yeah. there. Has Taylor Swift done the halftime before? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think so. But they assured yeah, me coming up next year, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. After she's broken up with Travis, it needs to attack Ooh. some other. I'm now oh. convinced that she's breaking up with Travis Kelsey. They will never get married. Ooh. Well, if she breaks up with him before the Super Bowl, I would root for the Chiefs to get Ooh. to the Super Bowl and watch Travis sitting there. Oh, that'd be awesome. Ooh. Although I wouldn't root for him because I'm number three. The, Jags. the hell with you, Travis. Speaking <laughs> of uh, being together, Lil Boosie yeah. was recently on a flight. Lil Boosie. Lil Boosie. Boosie was on a flight where he witnessed uh, a couple get engaged. Oh, uh, uh, Bo- Did he Boosie? post on Lil Boosie's social media? Well, Boosie was so happy. 
that he offered to perform at the couple's wedding. Wow. For the free ski. You know what's a great idea? Uh-huh. Hick, Hick, you know what Hicken needs to do right now? He needs to find out where, where, no, he needs to find out where Cool and the gang is traveling. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Get on get on the plane, sit next to Cool and the gang, and then pretend to propose yeah. to Reagan. Yeah. He would offer to come, and then you pull the big switcheroo. Yeah. Danielle's getting married, and we got Cool in the gang. Ooh, there we go. It's that, the only way it's going to happen now. Too late now. Hey, that would be fine. Hold on. Mm. That would be fine. <laughs> Let me go ahead and do that. Man. Come you on, E. Hold on, hold on. Number two. <laughs> uh, we could have had the the only, guy. I bet we could have had a guy for ten grand. It's the only true disappointment so far with E. I'll take that. I, he dropped the ball. I, I, I tried, though. No, I tried. <laughs> Define try. I mean, he's cool. <laughs> he's a hundred. He's not doing anything. He'd come here and do it just if we told him we'd give him the meal. <laughs> I just need. I, I just needed to holler at the right person, man. Buddy, well, that's that's the email. You can, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, nice plate for you. Cool. Number Maybe two. some unlimited liquor. <laughs> take some home with you. We'll let you take home a doggy plate. Everyone who was you in- can bring a plus one. Just come <laughs> right? on. Just come on. Everyone who was in attendance last night at Crypto Arena for uh, the unveiling of Kobe's jersey or his statue, uh-huh. statue. everyone in the building received a, a custom Lakers Mamba jersey. That's nice. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, Vanessa basically said pre-unveiling, uh, pre- uh-huh. And I quote, uh, if you don't like the look of the statue, tough, tough bleep. Yep. That's well, and, that, and, and that's fine. And I will say this. I had no problem with the, it. I thought the, it was a nice statue. The satisfaction rate mm-hmm. for statues is the lowest of any I had endeavor. No, I had no qualms about it. I mean, I thought that was one of the better I, statues I think it I've looks. Seen. I think it looks fine, but it does not look like Kobe. First of all, they made him look like he's buff. He wasn't buff. He was a live athlete. When they do and my second, statue, I like make. I don't want him to do it. Yours will have the mayonnaise. Yours throw. will have mayonnaise all over it. <laughs> and his face, he looks forty. He looks like a forty-year-old Kobe. He looks like an old like Dennis Maybe. Johnson or somebody. Yeah. They got two more coming. So yeah, where are they are those also going to be situated around the arena? I believe so. One is Gee, with I think. Whiz, I think man. one is with the daughter. Is Shaq somewhere going? Hey, bro, what about me? Well, Shaq was very eloquent about the uh, statue last night. He's very Does happy. Does Shaq have us. a statue? Yeah. There's he, like seven statues there. So Shaq already has one with yeah. LA? Okay, Elgin good. has one. I think West right, has okay, one. I think Irvin has one. I think Kareem has one. Yeah. I don't think Worthy has one. Hmm. He should. Number one. Worthy's in number the Hall one. of Fame. And the number one trending topic last night, uh, we had high hopes for our board, but unfortunately Fred Taylor did yeah. not make it into the Hall of Fame. However, mm-hmm. who was inducted was Pat Willis, Julius mm-hmm. Peppers, Dwight Freeney, Andre Johnson, and Devin Hester. Yeah. This I think we've made our class, point. Though. Yeah. That's pretty good. There's good hope for Ross Madison moving forward. There is yeah, a chance whole, for Ross Madison. It would be a whole lot better if uh, Freddie T was in there, but hopefully next year he'll be. That, the time. stat that you gave really is the one. That's that, you know that, that's the one that's going to stick out at me. And I, I've referenced that before, but you forget about because he's also 1,000-yard seasons he's top five. Yeah. He's got like 8,000-yard seasons. There's only a couple of back. The fact that he's got more 100-yard rushing games than everyone in NFL history but six guys. Yeah. I, it's pretty good. How did he not go in, dude? I don't know. <sighs> All right. Um, How come, did Gates not make it? Yeah. No. Come, come see him at Lifetime Enclosures and yes. uh, Lifetime Flooring this weekend. They've got an open house. It's from 10 to 3 on Saturday. Uh, food and fun and prizes and giveaways and all, all sorts of good stuff. They always are gracious hosts uh, for us here, this home away from home. I uh, hope you enjoy the Super Bowl. Have a great weekend. We'll introduce you to Jaguars today next. Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit TireOutlet.com careers. Equal opportunity employer.
All right, it is our final football Friday, but every day is a football day for our friends with Jaguars today. Tony joins us from studio. What you got coming up today, Tony? We got Tom McManus in with us for the shows we do each Friday and our question of the day. Just a couple days away now from the Super Bowl, which the following is the best bet for Super Bowl 58 on Sunday. Kansas City plus two, San Francisco on the other side minus two, or the over or under, which is at 47 and a half points total right now. The best would be find out whichever I picked and then go opposite. Ah. Yeah, that would be the best. It's so hard to pick these things, right? Tell Tommy, by the way, give Tommy a, a fist bump for me for his response to the report that that uh, Mike Vrabel's, you know, stature and his oh. physique were just too much for some of those around the league to hire him. He's too intimidating. I mean, Tommy Mack, it used to be football, my man. I remember when Tommy Mack played, we were getting foxholes, Tommy. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, a little you guys ridiculous. have a great show. Yeah. This guy's yeah, a strong guy. I'm not sure we can have him in the building. Okay. Right. He's too big. He scares me. Yeah. All um, right. All right. <laughs> That'll do it to it for us. We've been a lifetime for uh, – enclosures here in Florian tomorrow. they got an open house. Stop by and see them. Y'all have a great show. Enjoy the Super Bowl, and we'll be back at you Monday morning. So long.